Summer driving season is upon us. That's a combination of tons of traffic, all our roads under construction all at once, and a ton of accidents. That's summertime in Michigan. We have a ton of accidents, and if you are injured in one injury, attorney David Feminino and his team are ready to help you right now. It's simple. He doesn't take a fee until he wins your case. You could speak to David personally right now by calling 855-65-CRASH, or you can go to that website anytime. Get David. GetPaid.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. I love these nuts. Thank you, Kenny. In a show I will not speak for Rico. It is a show I'm not sure we were ever going to be able to do. I'm now in year 20 in Detroit. Year 23 overall in the business. We are doing a show before a home playoff game. And I want to say something, and I I clued Rico in off air on this. So, no, Rico hasn't disappeared. I just, I want to set something up briefly. I don't take any of this lightly. Like, we all say it. Sports is not real, right? Like, sports is the escape. We have fun with it. I'm largely irreverent. I'll occasionally toss a chair. But generally speaking, it's not real life. But with stuff like this... There are a lot of people who are not going to get to see the Lions have a home playoff game because they're not with us anymore. There are entire family stories that those people thought uh, they'll get there next year. They'll be there eventually. There's no way they can't win a division in 10 years, 20 years, 30, and you arrive there. You know, if you're a Wolverine fan, you've just exercised some of the demons by winning the national championship. You were a Spartan fan. How many good Spartans who didn't go to that Rose Bowl in 87 weren't with us by the time the team made it back? I say it to say this. There is no fan base more deserving that has waited longer, that has suffered more, that has been done wrong more by prior regimes. And in many ways, the story of the Lions, it emulates the story of the city of Detroit. It is struggle, and it is strife, and it is life not being fair. And I don't want you to think any of any of what we do today is smarm. Like, I, I, I can tell you openly and honestly, like, I want this almost as bad as you want it. I could never want it more than you. But I, I don't want you to think that when we begin to talk about this game, any of this is trite, any of it is smug, any of it is sarcasm, or any of it is fake. Because as we take the air today, and we're going to do our deal, and we're going to try to have some laughs and some fun, I, I, I can tell you I feel like a piece of human garbage to tell you that I don't think they're getting this done. That if Sam Laporta doesn't play, or play as the man we know as Sam Laporta, I, I think they're losing to the Rams. And I hate myself for saying it. I hate myself for feeling it. But I will hate myself more if I wasn't honest with my listeners. I've been with you guys for 20 years. You think I want to come on the air and tell you that I think they're going to break your heart, break my heart, break this city's heart? No. The easiest path forward would be to lie to you. Tell you they're going to win by 50. Hype you up. Blue pills for everybody. I've never done my job that way, and I'm not going to do it today. I, 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 I have... So many football reasons. And here's where we're going to start. You guys have to tell me if any of you are feeling what I'm feeling. That it's a safe space. That you're not a bad fan. 
or a turd or a hater. Like, you're just worried like I am. You're playing the hottest team in football. They've got weapons. They've got the running game. They've got the pass rush. They've got the more experienced coach. And I'm sorry. I I am very worried that this Laporta thing could upend everything that we expect offensively. So I want to talk about it. And I want to have fun with you guys. And I just, I don't want you to think that it's like, oh, that's just radiant. No, like, I take it serious. I I want so badly to come on the air and say, Rico, we are winning this division. We are winning. I've said it for a year. I believed when barely any fans believed. But they got the wrong draw here. And they have the wrong guy hurt. And as we start the show today, I need the people maybe to pump me up, change my mind. Maybe the people agree. Maybe the fact that nobody comes on the air and says what I'm saying will open a window to the people who are afraid to speak up. Like, you're not a bad fan if you're worried. You're not a coward. You're not an idiot. You're not a hater. So let's talk because I am... I wish it were Sunday night right now. I want to watch this game. I want to be wrong about this more than any prediction in my career because you guys deserve that. You you just, there's no fan base in any sport, in any town that deserves this more than you guys to feel some joy and get this cartoon safe off your back. But I just, Rico, I said it to you when we sounded the alarms Wednesday. I've done all of my prep work for the game to do the show with Boomer Size and to do cash the ticket. I I can't let I can't lie. So I want I just I'll throw the number out and I want to start the show. And I want to see where people are at. Concern level, you want to call up, say it's a zero. Mike, <laughs> you're acting like a bitch. Do whatever you gotta do to make yourself feel better. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. Oh, buddy, you don't but even I'm need shooting to throw you the, straight. You don't even need to throw the number out. The people have responded already. I'll just no oh boy two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. I'd feel dirty if I didn't say the number. Go ahead, Rico. As as I opened the show, am I out of line? Am I out of order? Am I out of my mind? No, you're not. Um, I agree with a lot of things that you said. The Laporta injury bothers me as as people are like, oh, but he's practicing. But then I look and see this gigantic knee brace on him. And he's not going full speed. He's kind of jogging. I, I do think it's a lot of posturing to get the Rams to believe that he's going to play. I don't think that if he does, it'll be for a decoy. It's not going to be for anything substantial, maybe a trick play. Instead of, you know, having Taylor Decker go in the game, you'll put him in. But other than that, I look at the Laporta thing. That bothers me. The other thing that really bothers me is the fact that the Rams are coming in here with a full arsenal of receivers. And your secondary, and I look at what they did over the last three games, and it was embarrassing. I mean, Nick Mullins, for two games, torched you. Just, hey, Dak, okay, Dak is Dak. But Nick Mullins should yeah. not have uh, thrown for 800 yards. That's just can unacceptable. I, um, can I offer a power stat? You know, yeah. Cookies and I always joke, power trends. If Laporta doesn't play, and we know Khalif Raymond's not, right? Mm -hmm. The Lions are missing 31% of their first downs for the season. Sam Laporta accounted for 48 first downs by himself. That is crippling. 
I put it on par. You can laugh. You can say, Mike, it's not the same thing. To me, this would be the equivalent of the Cowboys losing C.D. Lamb this weekend. This would be the equivalent of, I, I, you know, the, the Houston Texans losing Nico Collins this weekend. Like, yeah, that was, is yeah. the level of impact this man has on this offense. Yeah. I would be right there with you, Mike. It's if, uh, you know, Nakua is not there for the Rams. We would be feeling yeah. a lot better about this game. I would. Look, I've got a zillion football reasons. I don't want to empty the bag to start the show. Um, I hate it. I hate myself for feeling this way. I don't want to do this. I mean, hell, Rico, you and I have how many years of radio experience do the two of us have together? And then how much do we have in total? I've waited my whole career to do a show like this in this town. This is home. Like, yeah, I mean, oh, you're a New Yorker. Dude, I've spent every day of my life here since I was 17. Detroit's my home. It's my home by choice. And I I, I just wish I could come on the air and just, you know, do the helicopter and be excited and just say, F it, YOLO, we're partying. I'm very, very, I feel guilty. I never feel guilty having a sports opinion. I feel New York Catholic guilt, Rico. I feel <laughs> guilt. I don't want to feel this way. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. That's some strong guilt right there. That uh, New York Catholic guilt. You're That's strong. Kidding. Oh, then then add Italian to the mix, and you get the <laughs> Holy Trinity of guilt. <laughs> How could you treat your mother that way? She misses you. You know, I'm not angry at you. I'm just very disappointed. That that's and that's where I feel. David, tell me. Tell me. Here's the thing. Um, I'm listening to everything you're saying. I disagree. I believe the Lions will win, but that isn't what you're saying. You're scared, and I think it's just fine for fans and yourself. To be scared. Matthew Stafford's coming into town, and they have a potent offense. They have two wide receivers that are really good. What secondary is stopping that? The Lions have had trouble. And Sutton, for the last few weeks, has been dealing with an injury. And you can see it on the field he's dealing with a toe injury because he's getting burned every game. So it is fair to be scared and to think that the Lions are going to lose. And you're right. The fans don't deserve that. They deserve the best. It's been how long? How long have they waited to get a home playoff game? They finally get it. You've been saying all year they're going to win a division. They're going to get it. They're going to win a playoff game. And you get here, and everything's changed. And I blame Dan Gamble. I blame Dan Gamble. You don't play your starters last week. You don't have an injury issue with Laporta, and you're probably confident in this game. You know what, though? Let's look at it this way. San Francisco was never an available opponent, right? I would argue I'd rather play any other team in the NFC this weekend than the team you're playing. Think about that. That's not hyperbole. Really think about it. And I look at this. The Rams have won 7 of 8. Their one loss was in Baltimore in overtime, 37-31 on a punt return. Last, what, 7-8 weeks of the season? They have the top pass rush in football. They have a power running game. This Kyron Williams is a revelation. Rico's right. They don't have C.D. Lamb, or they don't have Justin Jefferson. They have two of them. Mm -hmm. And 
when I look at the Lions and we don't have Khalif Raymond and we don't have Sam Laporta, you know what else I worry about? It's something TJ told me. And I said it earlier in the week, and I'm going to say it again today. I'm worried this moment might be too big for this team. In in many ways, it's almost like going on the road would be easier. You're hearing a lot of that out of Philly this week, how the, the Eagles are actually relieved to be on the road because the home fans put such pressure on them, and they can boo really quick. You know, this idea of this team is so young, it's so inexperienced, and they're not only at home. And they're not only at home and favored, it's at night. People can laugh and go, oh, that doesn't matter. It absolutely does. Ask anyone who's played the game. They'll tell you. It matters. And you, the fan, are going to make this, in my opinion, the best venue of the weekend. And I just, I I get worried. And I'm telling you, look, we'll find out at 4 o'clock. We're less than two hours away. We'll get a designation on Laporta. And if Laporta plays and he's Willis Reed and they win the game, hey, happy to be wrong. Want desperately to be wrong. But I don't know that he's playing. And frankly, Rico, I couldn't agree with you more. If he's out there wearing J.J. Watt's elbow brace on his knee, yeah. a.k.a. the bionic leg, I'm sorry. That's that's not the Sam Laporta we rely on. So, here, and you know what? I'll say this, and then I, I know we're here till 6. We don't need to do it all in one segment. But... This is the moment where not having a superstar quarterback hurts us. And I am a Goff defender. I like him. I'm happy to pay him if he wins the game. I'm happy to keep him here. I I don't want him gone like other people. But this is where not having a Josh Allen or a Lamar or a Mahomes or a Burrow, this is where it hurts you. Because one portion of that supporting cast shouldn't have me feeling the way I feel. I'm sure somewhere Jim Costa's priming his <laughs> pump after I just said that into a microphone. 248-539-9797. Okay, before we get to the people, David, a few ticket texts. Let's get into it. Let's see where people are at with it. Your level of concern, confidence, whatever you want to call. There's not going to be a spoon-fed topic. If you need a topic a day before your first home playoff game in 30 years, I don't know what to tell you. Y'all were scared of the hot Broncos a few weeks ago, and the same thing then. Then what happened? The Lions destroyed them. I'm not worried at all. Another person has absolutely nothing to do with the other, but thank you for playing. Mm-hmm. Mike and Rico, you are just alarmist. Laporta will be fine. They will destroy the Rams. Stop Williams and win the game. 27-17, to 17, Ryan in Arizona. He's in a giant leg brace. Okay. He's not fine. You could wish that he's fine. You could write to your buddy up at the North Pole and hope that you can get an early Christmas gift and say that he'll be fine. He's not fine. Uh, Agreed, 100%. Rams wide receivers will eat on the Lions secondary. Rams, Kyron Williams also will have a great day. They will score 30-plus points, and the Lions will lose. Uh, almost 50,000 fans last week agree with you saying this, and now I'm agreeing as well. <laughs> Laporta's oh. injury is a problem, and the crowd told you that on Sunday. Yeah. it it Yeah. Let's get to the people. Let's see where, where everybody's at. I mean, again, I'm happy to talk about it in any way, shape, and form you want, any angle. I, I just I felt it was important to just start the show the way I did. 
Let's go to Maurice and kick this puppy off. What's up, Maurice? Good morning. I'm sorry. Good afternoon. How you doing? What's going on? Good afternoon. Hey, I just want to say at the beginning we were talking about how people were looking for the Lions to win and they're not here no more. And that's my father. I stopped being a Lions fan, but every Sunday I would call him and ask him, "How's he doing after the Lions lost?" You know, he'd cuss me out, hang up on the phone. And the last couple <laughs> weeks, I've been really wishing he was here so he can call me and tell me how great the Lions were. So a lot of people have are built into wanting the Lions to win. I haven't been watching the games, but I'll be watching this Sunday. So, and I am worried because yep. of the loss. Los Angeles, they are doing great. I mean, they're they're like the Lions were last year. You know, they were on the road. Everything was going right for them. And unfortunately, our defensive backfield. I don't know if they can hold up. If we can get a rush, maybe we have an opportunity. But if not, it might be a long day. Yeah, and 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 that's look the biggest thing the Lions have going for them is this crowd, this 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 building. But you know what? This is where actually not playing outside hurts you. I mean, think think with me for a minute. You're playing a, a dome team mm-hmm. from L.A., and the quarterback is notoriously bad outside. Mm-hmm. Instead of coming to Detroit and facing hell, mm-hmm. he's going to get 70 degrees and sunny, so to speak. So like, you, this is where it hurts. Yes, the other side of the coin, your quarterback is also no good in bad weather. It would end up being like the uh, the Chiefs-Dolphins game. First one to 13 points wins. But wouldn't you feel more comfortable in that? Lions are built with that offensive line and that running game. Like, it would be okay to get into a bit of a slog, no? Yeah, no, no, no. You're right at that point. Yeah, you're hoping that the Lions get all the breaks they catch. Because in that type of game, whoever gets that one big play, one blown coverage, the defensive player slips and falls, and it's a touchdown. But, yeah, this one, man, you're putting them on a uh, fast track, and you got two good receivers, and your secondary's been playing awful. That bothers me. Let's let's go to Doug, 97-1. Doug, what's going on, buddy? Not much, Michael and Rico. Happy New Year, gentlemen. How are you guys? Happy New Year. Good, Mike. What's going on? You know, uh, Mike, you've always been objective, and I agree 100%. You know, we all feel good. We all want it, want this. But if it wasn't the worst poetic justice draw to get the L.A. Rams and Matt Stafford coming back into town, and, you know, like you said, pinching face Mullins throwing for 800 in the last, you know, two times has not been ideal, and our secondary has been torched. I think the ideal key is the control of possession if we run the ball and control that and get pressure on Matt. If we can rattle him and get get that get the rush going, but I don't know how well that's going to go. But I mean, Sutton's got to cover Cop, and then I would hope we put BB on Puka. But you know, Williams can be a difference too, but I am very nervous. I'm objective like you. I want this more than anything. This is the biggest game in my 34 years as a Detroit Lions fan, and but I'm nervous. I hope like you, I want this. Our fan base needs this, like you said, more than any other fan base in the in the in the world of sports. We want this, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm right there with you. I am nervous, but I'm hoping for the best. So. Me too. And and look, you know, it's interesting. You talk about pressure, Rico. You know, it's funny. We spent the year talking about, I, I like it when Glenn is more aggressive. You realize by season's end, the Lions finished with the eighth highest blitz rate of any team in football. Really? Well, yeah. See, one, one of those yeah. stats that, that surprises you a little bit where you're like, wait, we're actually more aggressive than it would appear on surface. Now, Here's the good part. Let me let me sell some hope. 
and the two quarterbacks, it is a bit of Spider-Man meme. Goff and Stafford are both really good when you don't blitz. Goff and Stafford are bottom five in the league when you do. So, I said it to you early in the week, and the data backs up what the original opinion was, which is this is an Aaron Glenn game. You're going to have to bring the heat and live with whatever results come your way. I, I don't know another way out. And if you're the Rams, it's the same thing. You can't let Jared Goff stand back there. Your job is to move him off of his spot. Now, their pass rush, blitz or not, has been top five in football since week nine. And what they're going to do is they're going to move Aaron Donald around like a nuclear warhead. Mm -hmm. And they're going to run some of the games you used to see Jim Schwartz run here for, for the old head Lions fans. When you when you did the wide nine and sometimes, remember Rico, they'd do the overload and they'd put Sue kicked out all the way wide. Yeah. And then there'd be a massive gap to three linemen on the other side. The Rams do a lot of that stuff. Um, I, again, your O-line is built to give him time, but we've seen it. Um, they have faltered in pass protection, and, and Taylor Decker's been a big part of that now. And I know he's fighting through it. But, yeah, I, I mean, I've, like I said, man, I, I did. I nerded out. Maybe the numbers are leading me down too far, but we're going to take the calls. Um, I hate that I feel this way. I do. I'm disgusted with myself. No, I mean, this was probably the the worst opponent and it looked like you're going to be playing Green Bay who's that was a team that I, I I was actually hoping that you would play now had you sat people out Mike I, and I still think that Goff is probably going to go out and play one of the best games of his life the thing is can your second can the Lions secondary slow down the Rams passing game that's what it boils down to well, it, well, see, and for it, golf to almost, have that game of his life, it also means you're not going to be running the ball as much, but you don't have Laporta. So I don't feel the same way that I did a week ago today. Well, a lot of this, it does, it emanates from the running game too. Look, the Lions have been a really good rush defense. Top 10 all year. It's Kyron Williams in this running game against the Lions rush D. If you do not take Kyron Williams away, uh, you, you, the Rams record when this kid is able to get it going and run for 100 yards, it's like your record when you're starting O-line place. It's flawless. So that's a big thing, too. Now, that's the that's the cat and mouse game you're going to play is, well, how much how many resources am I going to allocate to taking away the run? And then does McVay tap into his past a little bit? Look, the Rams, everyone knows McVay, oh, heavy play action, heavy play action. You know what the Rams don't do this year? They don't really use play action pass nearly at the rate that they used to. So now you over-allocate, they go back and break tendency and start using play action. Well, then Mr. Rico Beard is going to walk away with the big pink elephant from the county fair. <laughs> he'll win the big prize. And he'll be right. Because then you're talking about somehow, some way, TJ texting me, how the F is Cooper Cup that open? Close quote. <laughs> exactly. Last week was a bit of a rough week in the prop bet casino, but Mike walked away as the best winner, best loser. I don't know how that goes. Wait, wait, we barely hold won, on Mike. Now, no, no, it I was mean, a horrible week someone, for everybody. Yeah. All right, so it was Eagles and Bucks, and someone had to win. Yes, I'd rather be me than not. Mike, Mike wins nine to six. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> all right, let's jump right in. Halftime score for the Lions. Over, under, 17 and a half. 
Um, wow. I'll go over. I'll go over. I will go just under. I will go under easily. I'm going to go. Oh, under. don't don't start the, 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 the easily part. He just had to say that. It's just for you. All right. Under as well. Sam Laporta, we don't know what's going to happen. If he does not play, this bet will be nullified. But if he plays, yes, Sam Laporta uh, receiving yards over under 29 and a half. So if he plays, we're we're on the board here. Correct. And if he doesn't, we're going to goes off the board. Yeah. It won't matter. I'll go under. If he plays, it will be in a limited role. It will be just under. Oh, just under, easily under. I mean, you guys are killing me. I'm gonna go easily over. Ah, I will go under. <laughs> Jared Goff turnovers over oh, under no. 0.5. Put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Over, easily over. I'm, no, no. <laughs> just over. Uh, I'll go over. I think he'll make. I think there'll be a mistake in this game. Stafford or Stafford Goff under pressure turns the ball over. So I'm going to say just over at one. Oh. <laughs> I hate you. I'm not going to say just or easily. I'm just going to say over. I'm going to make it a clean sweep and go over as well. I do think it's going to be some turnovers. I don't think it's going to be an interception. I think it'll be a fumble. Sta- uh, no, the baby hands. Yeah. Stafford passing touchdowns over under one and a half. I'm going to say over. Lions rush D is pretty stout. And the explosives in the passing game might be there if the Lions take away Kyron. I, I'll say over. I think this is the way they make most of their money against this Lions defense. I'm going to go over as well. I'm going to go over. Any particular reason? Just over. Oh, not not easily, not barely, not slightly. I think the only way they score in this game is because of the pass game. So, yes. See, I'm going to go under. I think uh, Williams will get a lot of those easy touchdowns, like one-yard, one, two-yard touchdowns, punches it in. Uh, speaking of which, more rushing yards, Kyron Williams or Jameer Gibbs? Wow. Wow. I'll go Kyron Williams just because Gibbs is going to split carries. I'll go Kyron. I'll go Kyron too, but because Gibbs will be used a lot in the pass game as well, so he won't get as many rushing targets. So I will go Kyron. Wow, I forgot about that to supplement not having Laporta or the limited Laporta. But I'm. How about Kenny Cott? Sharp as attack. Yeah, I'm going to go Gibbs, though I am going to go Gibbs. I'm going to go Kyron. More receiving yards. Puka, Nakua, or Amon Ra, St. Brown. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Amon Ra. I mean, who else is catching the football? Amon Ra. Who else is catching the football? Plus, the Rams can spread it around a little bit better. We are short Sam Laporta, so I will also say Amon Ra. I thought you said Gibbs was going to be catching it out the back. Yeah, here's the thing, though, Kenny. 
They can shift. Penny's if, under stress. Leave him alone. <laughs> Laporta doesn't play or is limited. They can shift coverage over to St. Brown. I'm going to go with Puka. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> we all know you choose Puka every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Nakua as well. Uh, <clears throat> Stafford passing yards over under 273 and a half. Under. Uh, listen now, I, I don't know that either QB is going to sniff 300. I'll say under. That's a that's a big number, Mr. Beard. I don't want to do it, but I really don't oh, want to no. do it. I think this oh, game is no. going to be a shootout. It has to be for the Lions to win. And for that to happen, Stafford has to go over that number. I'm going to say over. What did Rico set the over-under at? 275? 273 and a half. 273 and a half. Stafford has crossed that total. Okay, five. Seven times this season. Mm-hmm. I was waiting. And he's only do- and he's only done it three times since. Oh no. Wait. Oh no, 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 no. Oh Lord. He's wrong. All right, so four wait, wait, wait. Of the David, last what he's five finding weeks. out, somebody does their homework. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> So it's interesting. It's four of the last five weeks, fellas, that he has crossed the threshold. But Mm -hmm. prior to that, it was only, wow, he hadn't done it since October 1st. Rico Beard is on his game. Is it recency bias or not? Hang on, can I change? Because regression to the mean. I think he can't keep that up. Ah, ah. Give me the under. I can do what I wanted now. Kenny goes under. Okay. Oh, then do I'll do I exactly want. what I wanted. <laughs> over. David, over as well. J-Mo touchdown over under .5. Look, I respect he's he's become a bigger part of this, but betting him to score a touchdown, I, 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 I can't do it. I'll go under. You need scores from multiple guys to win this game. So I'm going to say over. Wait, so what you need justify? <laughs> I want to win. Kenny is under so much stress yeah. right now. It's palpable. Kenny, just for you. It makes no sense, but I'll go over just for you. Sense. Now we're doing sympathy totals. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I'm going to go under. Uh, Jared Goff passing yards over under 253 and a half. Man, I hate you, Rico. I hate you with this number. I mean, is he not on his game or what today? Well, you know what? My team's got to buy, so I have some extra time. What was the number you gave? 253 and a half. <sighs> over. I'll say over. Oh, here. Oh, let me let me sound like David. Barely over. <laughs> I'm going to go over for two reasons. One, the yak. You got guys like St. Brown, and if Gibbs gets the ball, he'll get some yards after the, the catch. And also, if that JMO touchdown does happen, it might be a deep ball. So over. Mm. I'm going under. Yeah, David, I'm going to go under as well. I think they're going to rely a lot on the running game to try to slow this thing down. I don't think they want what they the shootout that they had with the Chargers. Longest play of the game, either team, over under 48 and a half yards. I'm going to go under. Things tend to tighten up in the playoffs a little bit, and a 50-yard touchdown is a 
That's or run. A big time play. Or run um, or punt return, longest play of the game. I'm not letting you steer me. Under. <laughs> How dare you? I, I already made my mind up before he started doing that. I was Zemo. on the over as well. You're it's going just over? one play. It's just one play. You're going over. Yes. I'll go under. Well, you know, last time I checked, Cooper Cup plays for the Rams, right? He's no. always open. I'm Dude, cooked. we will lose TJ Lang if Cooper Cup goes streaking by him uncovered. We'll lose TJ. You He'll know what? move to Mexico. Just for that, Cooper Cup, <laughs> wide open, over, under, one and a half. Under. It'll happen once because it's destiny. But under. Please. I'm going to say over, and can we add to that the amount of times TJ texts any of us and saying, he's always open. Why is he <laughs> at like .5? <laughs> How the F does this happen? Right. I'm like, TJ, you've texted me this for five years. I don't have the answer. I'm going to go over. It reminds me of a man named Sharp. Oh, it can't. Now, not, see, now, not now, like now, now you're being mean. David, uh, and I'll just be, not like this. Not like this. All right, finally, uh... Chiefs playing in the freezing cold weather. Chiefs total points or earlier that day, Tyson Walker total points. Uh, you did screw that team. Wait a way to blow a late lead. What a waste of my night that was last night. Give me the other choice. Whatever's not MSU hoops. Chiefs. I don't even remember what you said. You're going Chiefs. with Kansas City points. To hell with MSU basketball. You know, it's like minus 20 windshield. Yeah, kind of like the care factor I have for the product Izzo puts on the floor. Hey man, you're not going to bake me into this because I agree with you. So let's Where's go. Where's Kareem abdul Jacoler? Mike, he's working his way back into the lineup. You, Kenny? Yeah, this is playoff Where, Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Where's Mike? Where's F you. All right, you got who? I love how he said Chiefs. I love how Kenny just sat there and just let you all talk. That was hilarious. I'm going to go Walker. David, I'm going to go Walker as well. That is your Prop Bet Casino Wild Card Edition style, 97-1. All right, we're going to get back to your calls momentarily. I know TJ currently making his way through uh, some traffic, but he will join us very shortly. Whatever you do, please drive carefully. I know the weather's absolutely insane. Uh, and apparently in Lansing right now, whiteout conditions is what it sounds like. So just please take your time. It's only an extra minute or two. Don't be stupid out there. Look at you um, with the PSA. You've well, people, like they lose, they lose their faculties in the snow. It's like they've never driven in it before. What are you talking about? Well, I got a monster truck for Christmas for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Zeppelin. Right. Um, all right. Let's go on a board, and then we're going right back to the people. And TJ, and we'll ask him the eternal question, how the F is Cooper Cup this wide open? <laughs> That's an act of God. Yeah, I'm going back to the will. Straight money line victory. I don't like these spreads. If you're taking the underdog, they're winning. On the board. Powered by FanDuel. Well, I have to tell you, um... Last night, it was just me following the good word of the good Lord. The sweet, sweet brother of holy love, Mr. Rico Beard. I just listened to him. He said, bet against Michigan. So I did. And then I did it again. And then I did it again. I took Maryland minus five and a half. Maryland minus one and a half. 
And I took Maryland plus seven and a half. I wasn't letting it go. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I had a great great evening, thanks okay. to R.L. Beard. I know you like to take your vitamins, Mike, but at, when Maryland was down, did you take just Maryland money line? No, I oh. took the seven and a half. <laughs> I, I had to. So, no, thank you to you. It was a great job recommending it. Uh, look, not a big tonight, George Washington fan. No, I, I don't. I don't want to be mean. I'll just say it was a suboptimal product. Um, I don't have anything tonight. I don't like the college slate. We don't have any system, not a system. But if you wanted me to offer you a couple things, full preview on cash the ticket of every game, side and total. You want a couple of prop bets for the weekend? I think are interesting. Okay, how about this? David, I want you to bless this one, and then I've got one for Rico. David, Najee Harris, over 15 and a half carries. Najee Harris, plus 160 anytime touchdown. Steelers going to have to run it, inclement weather. There's no way they're going to let Mason Rudolph cut it loose 50 times. Najee, for the carries, we don't have to worry about the yards. And if you ever see the end zone, I think it's Harris getting there. Wait, yeah. discuss. One, one, 160 yards? No. No. Plus 160. Anytime touchdown, yeah. plus 160. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, 160. But it's the carries that I like the best. Oh, Mike, well, that's money in the bank. I love that one as well when you said it because they've been giving him more carries than Jalen Warren for the right. last three, four weeks. So, yes, for Physical sure. Physical game. Okay. Yep. Rico Beard. I want to go to the other side. Okay. I, I got one for you. You need to tell me, are we going too far down the rabbit hole? But Josh Allen, again, inclement weather, physical football game. Josh Allen. Three touchdowns, three interceptions. No. Over eight and a half carries, over 36 and a half rushing yards, and plus 105 anytime touchdown. No, I like that. Very active in the running game lately. I like that. Bad weather. Yeah. Okay. Just some options for you guys if you wanted them, and I like the same thing as Najee Harris with Isaiah Pacheco. Over 15 and a half carries, anytime touchdown, same deal. Chiefs, Dolphins, brutal weather, Pacheco, now Mike, for it. does that change if that game gets moved to Cleveland? It. I've been told it's not, okay. so we'll see if that holds. Okay. What do you have for the people? Come on, give me something. I got nothing. Robert for t- Morris plus I, four and a half. I got nothing for tonight because Walker missed the three-pointer late. He did not get to the 20 points, but... That team stinks. Okay. I mean, you can just go keep saying this, and I'm going to be like, okay. Like, if it's cathartic for you, Mike, keep saying it over and over again. I'm just projecting. You are. And I'm not going to sit here and fight you on this. I'm Um, sorry. I got two for the wild card weekend. One. Let's hear it. I got a Nico Collins anytime touchdown. Michigan won the national title. Nico Collins is feeling good about himself. He was a Mm. part of that Wolverine team. He scores an anytime touchdown. And because my friend told me always take the vitamins, give me the Texans plus two and a half for plus 250. You beat me to it. That's exactly what I was thinking about for for this. Nico Collins and plus two and a half. I just feel the Texans in this game. David, we're going to scratch that. That one never happened. Okay, then I got the second one for you. CeeDee Lamb, anytime touchdown. Jaden Reed, anytime touchdown, plus wow. 306. Wow. Kenneth Cott, you're noticeably absent. 
I do not have with the Lions game this weekend. I don't have the bandwidth to even look at hockey right now. I'm too focused. Oh, you stop it right I, now, I'm serious, Mister. man. I don't have the bandwidth. I do have a Lions. I part. do. I do. I do. Flyers plus one ten at Minnesota. Great. Full Fly. endorse. Full endorse. Go for it. The state it. of Minnesota sucks. Go Flyers. Go. I have a I have a Lions parlay though. Should you want it? Okay. I have. Hell yeah. I have Lions money line. Anytime Amon Ra touchdown, anytime David Montgomery touchdown, plus 405. Uh, I love these Kenny nuts. Cott, Kenny Cott, over the total of premium beers set at six and a half. I'm going over at minus 135. I'm going. You know, we all looking sexy out here, man. I'll go just over. <laughs> Barely over. Hey, Barely you walk in. Hey, Kenny, is that you? Oh, see you, 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 you. Oh boy! Imagine you're getting something to eat over there. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny walking up to people. How you living right now? <laughs> Boiled oh boy. shrimp. Okay. All right. Let's get to business. T.J. Lang joining us. Your phone calls. We roll on. Ninety-seven-one. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Oh, it's going to be the song of spring break in a couple of weeks, let me tell you. Oh, you missed we TJ in the studio. He was dancing. What's up? up? You missed oh, TJ you, in the you, studio. You can't help but bob your head. It's tremendous. By the way, we have new TJ Lang audio. Uh, that I don't know. Oh boy. David, do you have the new TJ audio? We're still working on it. Yeah, well. Okay. Take your time, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. TJ, how the hell are you, buddy? What's going on, Mike? I am um, uh, I am pumped. John and I did our podcast today. First really, first time all week I've kind of gotten into breaking down this game Sunday. And, uh, man, I'm, okay, I'm excited. so let's start there. I am. So let's start there. I'm going to I will say nothing. I've already done the breakdown and I'm terrified. You're the celebrity. You're here to grace us with your knowledge and expertise if you will. Take us through where you're at with the game as we are 48 hours out. Well, I know I've been listening to you guys a little bit throughout the week and the panic uh, button has been high. Um look, I, I mean <laughs> 1 to 10. Look, I'm probably about a 5, you know, and that's only because okay. it, it's a playoff game, right? Anything can happen. I've been there, you know, I played in a lot of playoff games. You, you get it. S- stuff happens sometimes. Um you know, but if, if I'm going to sit here and say <clears throat> that I'm worried or that I'm panicked about this team, 
I think that I would be telling you that I don't think they're legit, that I think that the 12 and five year was somehow not real. Right. I, I, and I know the Rams are a good team. I have a lot of respect for them, especially what they do offensively. But I believe that this team is legit. This Lions team is legit, at least their offense. We know their defense. Yes, the stats haven't been great the last couple weeks. And Nick Mullins and even Dak threw for 360 yards. Uh, but the bottom line is, man, like I think this offense is as good in, as anybody left in the NFC when they play their style, when Jared Goff takes care of the football, when they run the ball, right? I think that that gives me all the hope that I need, especially adding on that you're at home and it's a Sunday night primetime game. Like, I just, I'm so excited for this game. Of course, I'm a little bit nervous, but I would be disappointed if this if the Lions can't pull this one out. I, I just would. And, and the defense, you know, the thing that I think concerns all of us is, is the pass defense, right? And Nick Mullins throwing for 800 yards. And, and like I said, Dak having a, a huge day. The bottom line is, I'm concerned about how many points do you let up. You let up 20 last week to Minnesota. You let up 20 to Dallas. You let up 17 to Denver. You let up 24 to the first, uh, Minnesota the first time you played. That's winning football, right? I, I'm, I'm kinda, I kind of lean on the area where I don't care if you throw for 500 yards. If I can keep you to 20 points, we're going to win the game. So, you know, I, and the Lions defense has kind of built a new identity since that Denver game where – we're going to pressure half the time. We're going to cover half the time. You don't know when it's going to come. Sometimes it's going to be eight guys blitzing. Sometimes it's going to be three guys rushing, right? But we're willing to trade off a couple chunk plays where you just get us beat and maybe you make a nice play for getting four sacks and getting three interceptions and getting takeaways and hitting the quarterback 15 times like you did against Minnesota last week and keeping you out of the end zone. Ultimately, I think that's a fair trade off and that's really the only thing I'm concerned about. How many points are you letting up? And all right, two you know, notes. So it's two I, things. I just don't care about how many yards. It's about the points. And this right, defense right, has been holding relax. teams to low points. So two notes, because you didn't mention the, the magic words that are the basis of why Rico and I are worried. Uh, one being Sam, the other being Laporta. What do you know? Don't lie to us. <laughs> I, I, I don't. TJ. He accounted for 48 first downs for this team. He's a fabulous player. If he's not there, am I am I making too much of if he's not there and or just severely limited, full no, decoy? It's, it's going to hurt if he can't play. Don't get me wrong, but this offense, is he's not the focal point of this offense. He's a nice piece. And, you know, I even go back to last year after they traded Hawkinson, I mean, that's when this offense really started to hit its stride. And they had the same tight ends, James Mitchell and Brock Wright. You know what I mean? So I think the, I think that Sam Laporta is a nice piece, but this isn't a Travis Kelsey or Rob Gronkowski back in the day where this is our offense. We have to get the ball to this guy See, or I think we're it is. in trouble. I, I think it is. I, I disagree I, with you. I no, think no, that no. they, they TJ, at the beginning of the year, him, I, was, nice. I was with that, but no, he's carved out a niche in this offense that he is one of the key pieces to this offense. And yeah, it, it is one of those things that I do think that he's reached uh, Kelsey level where you can count on him. Where, like I said, he's gotten you 48 first downs. Like he is the security blanket for Jared Goff. We know about all the other plays, but across the middle, that's Laporta territory. So I, I do think that this is going to be a, 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 a key problem if he's not there. I would agree with you that talent-wise he is, but I would I would disagree. Go back to the Minnesota game the first time they played. The Lions scored 30 points. You want to know Laporta's stats? Three catches, 18 yards. Right, right. So what I'm saying is, it's not like they can't function without Sam no, no, Laporta. But it's they not can. that, TJ. It's not that. But as you know, sometimes 
sometimes you can have no stats, but if, if you're the distraction, if people are focused on you and stopping you and other people get catches or it opens up the field for other folks, he is that guy that, yeah, you need to know what Laporta's at at all times. If you're the Rams, if you're any team, he's reached that status where somebody's pointing and saying, there's Laporta right there. I think he's an important part. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to no, say he's not. According to you, he's I just a used diaper. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying this <laughs> oh. offense is not designed to favor the tight end. We saw how that went the first six games last year where it was TJ Hawkinson. Got to get the ball to Hawkinson. How did that go? Not great, right? So Laporta comes in, and he's he's a tremendous player. I'm not trying to say he's not. He's an incredible talent, and I agree with you that he is Kelsey-like with the abilities that he has. This offense, however, does not focus around one guy. I think Ben Johnson has shown us, even when it's last year, right? Amon Ra missing a couple games, or Gibbs missed a couple games this year. Now, Laporta, you got to find ways to adjust, and you have enough guys to be able to keep humming. You know what I mean? So, But, Mike, going back to your original question, I, yeah, but- I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised to see him play at least a limited role. Um, I mm-hmm. think that, you know, that cer- certainly there's some gamesmanship when you hit the playoffs and, hey, we're going to make it look like you're going to play and, you know, make them prepare for you all week. And then, you know, Sunday, maybe that I don't know if that's going on. I don't believe it is. Uh, I think that they're rolling them out in practice. And look, my my history and my experience with hyperextension when it comes to a knee, there's no structural damage, which is good. So it really comes down to a pain tolerance, a pain management. How much can you handle? How many routes can you run how many plays can you give us in a row before you say you know it's just killing me man like I'm hurting the team I can't be out there so that's what it's going to come down to but I think and look this was the same injury that happened to Travis Kelsey Thursday of week one when the Lions played them Sunday night Mm -hmm. and we know Travis Kelsey really pushed hard to play in that game it was a pain management totally different situation that's week one this is playoffs right if you're anywhere close to healthy in the playoffs I think you go I think you have to be smart about it but if my gut and I don't know this is no inside information whatsoever. My gut is telling me they've been trying to work him into practice a little bit as the week's gone on. Today it sounded like he did a little bit more. I think they're going to try to give him tomorrow's walkthrough. They're going to say, hey, "Look, how are you feeling? Can you give us twenty plays? Can you give us fifteen plays? Hey, maybe the plan mm-hmm. is to give you fifteen plays." And he rolls out on Sunday and says, "Guys, man, like I'm I'm feeling really good. No, I've had a week now to recover. And hey, let me loose." That could certainly be the, the the case as well. But as of right now, if I had to guess, I would say he would be active, but more on a limited basis. And I think they adjust based off how he's feeling come Sunday night. Well, one of my concerns he, is – oh, go ahead, Mike. No, no, no. It was just Rico. I was just saying if he can give you 75% of who he is, I would be with Rico where I'd go back down to a five. Go ahead. One of my biggest concerns is the Lions secondary, which leads into our prop bet. I don't know if you heard it driving in, TJ. Over oh, under of, oh, wow. Cooper Cup oh, that's being a good wide one, open. Rico. I heard a lot of those. Well, it's because <laughs> I'm good at my job. <laughs> More tackles this week. Anzalone or Dan Skip. Wow, Rico. Wow. All right. Cooper <laughs> Cup. No, no. Cooper <laughs> Cup. Cooper Cup wide open. <laughs> Over or under one and a half. I love grabbing all my friends and. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, that's Evan. I, all right, Evan, we're gonna have a chat after this. Buddy. <laughs> oh. We're gonna have a chat. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, oh boy, hey, did you? We have exclusive audio, by the way, of of David. Uh, David had something to say when you walked in the studio. David, do you want to? Do you care to share? You fat piece of shit. <laughs> All right, hey, I'll see you all next week. All right, it's been hell of twelve minutes. Open the show. Pump, prime the pump. Yeah, just walking pump, right into this. Prime the pump. God. <laughs>
I, I gave you Cooper Cup stuff. <laughs> it seems inevitable that he's going to have at least one. Where you're like, what? How, how, how the f is this guy open, Mike? How, how are you covering I don't him know. with the linebacker? How? Like, stop! <laughs> I'm like, if Cooper Cup, if they match up somehow, Jack Campbell or Alex Anzalone on Cooper Cup, and he goes for 80 yards. <gasps> I'm going to come in Monday asking for Aaron Glenn's head. I just, I just, Wait, it's unacceptable. It should never the, happen. When you're watching the game, you look at that person on the sideline, it's just TJ throwing his phone up in the air, turning around like, what? In, oh, you know what? I can't. I can't. Would it be oh, you're worse? Just gonna see a, you're going to see a way <laughs> TJ goes over and grabs the microphone from Theo and just gets on there. Will somebody please cover Cooper Cup? Can anyone tell me how the F this is happening? Would it be worth me running out on the field and (laughs) and tackling Cooper Cup if he's wild? For you personally, no. For us as a radio show, absolutely. Yeah, it's, All right. <laughs> man, it's it's inevitable. It's going to happen at least once, but my goodness. Let me ask you a question as you were prepping for the game, because I know you said you were digging into it. Like, I was shocked when I was doing the same. You realize the Rams have the number one pass rush in football since week nine? No, I didn't realize that. And it, That's and, cra- crazy, right? And, um, you know, I'm not that impressed with the guys outside of Aaron Donald, to be honest with you. I think I they do a nice job of... Uh, of scheming some timely blitzes where they can get guys, uh, you know, free rushes. I think that the youngster, the rookie, Kobe Turner, um, look, I'm just going to say it. I think his sack numbers are inflated a little bit after watching the film. I mean, there was a couple against the Giants where, you know, they're coming five, six, seven seconds into the play. I value those sacks a little bit different rather than, hey, you just beat the guy in front of you and got to the quarterback and disrupted the play. I think Kobe Turner is Mm -hmm. a nice player. Don't get me wrong, but – uh, I, I like our interior threes matchup against him. And obviously you're going to have to take care of Aaron, Aaron Donald. I, he hasn't been the same. I think it was eight or nine sacks this year. He's normally the high teens, low twenties type of guy, but this is playoffs. I mean, I'm, I'm going to expect vintage, you know, classic Aaron Donald going out there trying to wreck a game. Uh, yeah, they're going to have, a, they're going to have a plan for him, but Kobe Turner's a guy that, you know, he's, he does some nice things, but when you look at the sacks and you actually watch how he got those sacks, you're like, Hmm. Right place, right time for a lot of them. Um, but he is a guy that you can't fall asleep on because it seems like a lot of these offensive linemen kind of he comes in the game and they're like, oh, he's the backup nose tackle, just take and then boom, he hits him with a hand swipe or a swim move, and it's like, oh, what? Wow, wasn't expecting that. They they know what they're they know what they're in for. But outside of that, I think look, this is a defense, Mike, that is unique because I don't think that they have any edge guys that are going to threaten Panay Sewell and, and threaten uh, Taylor Decker. I think all their pressure comes from the inside, and whether it's those two defensive tackles, whether it's Ernest Jones blitzing up the middle, that's where they tend to get a lot of their pressure, and I think that plays into our strength. I think our interior three is one of the best in the NFL when you talk about Ragno and Jonah and Graham. I think they've done a nice job. So um, it's going to be a heavyweight matchup that I can't wait to watch. All right, let's get to uh, – I want to get some of the people involved. you got a question for TJ. It's – you know the drill. We're going to go right to it. We'll do it next. Oh, man, I love when TJ and Rico fight. And not that anyone gives a bleep, but sounds like Kalen DeBoer has been hired uh, at Alabama to replace Nick Saban. Yep. And also in a note to never put this in someone's contract, Bill Belichick's being replaced by Gerard Mayo yeah. because it was in his contract. And the league. You no, could no, no. get Mike. 
Mike, the league what? approved of it, too. That's the thing. I know, but my, my whole point is you can't do it because Mike Vrabel's available. Sorry, Vrabel over Mayo. All right, now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Well, I was going to uh, give you that bit of news, Mike, but also I want to give you this. this is something that Alliance fans may want to keep an eye on. Okay. But the Commanders are hiring the 49er assistant GM, Adam Peters, as their, their new GM, and one of the people who he wants to bring with him? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Yeah, I, I can tell you factually they are hot to trot for Ben Johnson. So I'm going to worry about it when the season's done, and we will wish him well. But enjoy it. This is the last you'll see of Ben Johnson. Don't do it, Ben. Um, well, I would say don't, don't go do to Carolina. I would say that. Commanders under new ownership. TJ, what are you going to do? They're going to pay the guy $7, 8000000 million a year. I mean, well, what are we doing here? Yeah. And what they have, they have number two pick, number three pick. Number two. Yeah, you'll number have Drake. Pick. You'll have Drake. Oh, they, May. And they could move up to one because, according to David, uh, Caleb Williams said that he needs Chicago to trade that pick or else, you know, he's going to be upset. He you wants, know, he wants that to happen or he wants them to guarantee that they'll trade the pick before he declares for the draft. So he doesn't want to go to Chicago. Correct. Mm. Great. Come to New York. It's a great place. All right. Let's get to the people. They they want to TJ, your adoring public wants to speak to you. All right. Uh Rico, I know you got the time deal on there. Yep. Rock and roll. Let's do it. All right. Uh da, 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 da. Nick, you're on ninety seven one. Rico, Mike, TJ, how we doing, boys? Hey man. What's going on? Uh, not much, just uh ready for this game to get here. I uh I just wanted to say, uh Mike, initially I did agree with you where I thought this was like a Nightmare matchup just because of the SOL potential. I think that's why most people think it's that. Um, but I think we're going to go in there. I think we had the home playoff game. We're going to win it like you've been saying all year, and I got some football reasons. I think it's going to be a Seattle-like crowd. I think it's going to actually be the new standard where people say it's going to be a Detroit-like crowd, honestly. Um, I trust Goff with Ben Johnson having a week to prepare with a, with a limited Laporta, maybe no Laporta. I'd like that they have a week. It wasn't last second. And like you've been saying, we're 6-0 with this O-line. You know, I think we're going to have a big run day. It's going to set up the play action. I think St. Brown's going to have a big day. I think Laporte is going to play. I think it's 31-24 Lions. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, Nick. Everything you said was accurate except for that 6-0, and 5-1 with the O-line altogether. Yeah, the Dallas game. Okay, I thought it was Yeah, the Dallas game, yeah. Either way, I'm feeling good. I don't think this is a one-man offense like like TJ was saying. I think I think, you know, we got we got other options. I think if someone's out, then we can we can have other people step up. And I think he can be out there at least a decoy, like you're saying, Rico. He needs to be, at least be a distraction. Mm. I think he can go out there. Maybe they get him a player too early to let him know they're healthy. And then I think I think Lions are going to pull it through. I think uh, the SOL will be removed. And uh, I think it's a big SOL potential stat for coming home. But I think it's also potential for poetry if we beat them. So yeah, I'm, I, um, I'm, I'm with you there, TJ, Nick. Go, go, go first. Ahead. Okay, I'm, no, I'm with I you there, you Nick. There was something that happened after Laporta went out in that game last week. Anybody notice that Jared Goff started taking deep shots? Like, he started hitting guys flying down the field. We saw Amon Ra's 70-yard touchdown. Uh, there were a couple other ones where he's just slinging the ball downfield one-on-one, giving his guys a chance to make a play. Um, I I enjoyed that. <laughs> I really did. I mean, it's been that was the most deep shots they've taken in a game. And I started believing – for a long time that either they don't trust golf to take these shots or it's just not part of the game plan. And that second half against that Minnesota game, you started hitting some explosives. So I think that there is a part where Jared Goff, when he has a, 
a, a checkdown guy or a middle of the field short intermediate guy, that's where he likes to live. But when you take that away, it might be a blessing in disguise that he has to look downfield. And who are we getting back this week? Jamison Williams. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking so he's looking good. It might be a setup for where if Laporta doesn't play a ton or if he doesn't play at all. It might force Jared Goff to start looking downfield a little bit more and giving his guys chance to make plays. And I think last week could have given him a, a ton of confidence because his guys were making those plays. Let me um, – I just want to PSA. I have never and will not – this has nothing to do with SOL. I that is the laziest thing any fan or media could ever say. If they lose, it's because they lost to a better team. Now, if it's an intergalactic screwing like the NFL gave them in Dallas, that could be SOL. Yeah. But if we play a game on the square and they just happen to lose, don't please don't do that. I've given football reasons. TJ hat. Look, my concern emanates for, first and foremost outside of San Francisco. Th- this is the last team I would have wanted to have played this weekend. Period. That includes Dallas. I saw what I needed to see when they played Dallas two weeks ago. We're good. Rams are hot. Rams have some matchups that scare me. If Laporte is out, it scares me further. None of that's SOL. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Let me ask I, that, I have not uttered that. Let me ask you a question, though, Mike. And I'm not counting sure, buddy. last week where it was a preseason game with Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz. What is the Rams' record versus playoff teams this year? Ooh, let me pull it up. I don't have there, that there's, there's seven of them. I know I'm not. I'm putting you on the spot here. The Rams are one. No, and you're six. good. Go the Rams, are, is it? One the Rams are one and six versus playoff teams this year. Their one win coming against the Browns and Joe Flacco's first start. Yeah. Right. So and they played I, the Ravens real tough, but yeah. lost an OT. Same thing with San Fran. The first time they played. Now they beat San Francisco last week. That's why I said I'm not. Really, uh, if you want to say they're two and yeah. six, go ahead. San Fran. I was, I was about to say. Nah, nah, nah. I was, I was so about to say yeah, that Eastern Michigan. Yeah, that's actually two. TJ. That's uh, right. Which is why I said I'm not counting last week. Well, it was a preseason wow. game. It does. Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't like when mom and dad fight. Two and six. <laughs> All right, we'll give you two that count. With I'm Sam with you, D- TJ. Okay, right. No, no, no. Here's, no, no. Here's why it counts. It counts because if that game, if they lose, we're looking at the Packers here, and Detroit's feeling a whole lot better about this game. No, but my point is the Rams have played seven on my list, eight on your list, <laughs> and at, at literally playoff teams that are in the playoffs this this year, they've won for you two of them, for me one. One, they've lost six of those games. So right. Lions are three and three. Yeah, yes. They're two and six. And they are a good team. I'm not trying to say they're not. Yeah. But that's where I look at it and say, maybe pump the brakes a little bit on the ring. Yep. I know they're hot. I know they've beaten a couple good teams, but especially who they've played lately, like there's just, that's why I go back and after watching these games, I'm like, man, yes, they do have a ton of explosive opportunities and explosive potential, but I just this. I feel like this Detroit Lions team is the better team. They're they're the better complete team, top to bottom, and that's why I said Mike coming in here. If this wasn't a playoff game, is this a regular season game? I wouldn't be concerned at all. Now my concern level was at a four, maybe a five, because it's playoffs and you don't know what's going to happen. Weird things happen in the playoffs, but I just wanted to give you that stat when you look at taken out of last week. Yeah, one in six. Oh, against I, don't playoff teams. I don't have an I mean, issue with it. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't ignore that. TJ, I fully admit, and it's 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 a weakness, is when we get into the big game stuff, yeah, 
I, I, I go right down the rabbit hole, and I let numbers and different things kind of twist me up. And sometimes you're right. Sometimes it's Team A is better than Team B, and you let go of certain things. Uh, you know you know what game I did it? This game and one other playoff game this weekend, I ended up flipping my pick as the week went along, and it was Browns-Texans. I started the week all Browns. I finished the week all Texans. There you I started go, the buddy. week Lions, and I'm finishing the week Rams. And, and maybe it is just me doing too much, whatever you want to call it, BS, prep work, anything in between. Yeah, maybe maybe you missed the mark. I don't know. But it's a great point. If they're if they're one and six in reality, you know, freebie last week in a split squad game, and the Lions are three and three, you're right. That's a feather in the cap of the Lions. And by the way, the Lions are at home. The problem, they're basically telling you these teams are the same on a neutral field with a three-point spread. That is what really worries me. Yeah. yeah, and I think that, you know, you probably have to factor in that there's not a ton of playoff experience on either side. There's not many guys left. And yeah, oh, yeah, there's... and you scared me with that little one. Oh, I didn't when I to... talked to you, you scared me. <laughs> I didn't mean to scare you. you. Just, there is a factor in there, but there's. Not, I'll just finish with this. I know David's giving me the finger. There's not many guys still on this Rams team that were there two <laughs> oh years God. ago when they were in the Super Bowl. So I think when you talk about it, inexperience, experience, it tends to be pretty even on both sides. All right, so as everyone braces for a little bit of weather here, I, I wanted to just real quick, we'll get to the calls, we got to do the picks. TJ, what do you got? You got a brisket on the smoker? You going to do who said it with us, or what's the story? Um, No, I probably got to bounce at four. I got uh, wow. traffic. I remember the ugly. old TJ Lang, who was some, serious about radio. Got some, got some it's too bad tonight. We got to get to. So, I'll probably base. Whoa, baseball tonight? Indoor facility, Mike. God, this well, you also sports. got a baseball game today. I do too. You did, yeah, yeah, what a racket, What a what a racket! Youth sports is baseball in a snowstorm. Yep. Okay. And you so let me. TJ, if you could focus, please. Um, I want to read to you the latest. Uh, this has just been put out. The weather for Bills Steelers. Ooh, Guys, yeah, I didn't bad. think it was possible, but it's getting worse. Uh, a winter storm watch issued, duh, per the National Weather Service. There will be 65 mile an hour wind gusts and over a foot of snow. Travel listed as difficult to impossible. Ooh. Uh, it is... Now, here's the key. It's not just gusts up to 65. It is sustained and consistent winds of 25 miles an hour. The temperature will be 23 with a real feel of 7 degrees. Wow. Oh, and by the way, Buffalo Stadium, Airmark Stadium, the way it's designed, it's a lot like Cleveland or Pittsburgh where the wind has an even more heightened effect. Yeah, it, it, because it's like a, it's almost, it reminds me of a college stadium. I played in Buffalo a couple times and it's very, uh, it's almost like low profile. You know what I mean? Like not where the stands yep. go straight up, but more kind of a uh, easy kind of crescendo to the top. Like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of an open bowl down there where, uh, yeah, it can get nasty. And, and oh with that, oh. with that, by the way, since I taped Cash the Ticket this morning with Jim Costa, the total has dropped a full two and a half points. It now sits at 33 and a half. Ooh, wow. 
Yeah, that what's going to be worse? I mean, Kansas City's Yikes. supposed to be pretty damn bad uh, tomorrow night. But cold is cold. That's one thing. But when you enter wind into it, I said it to the you know we were joking around about it. Like you you just have to run the ball. You can't throw with twenty five mile an hour and forget about it. Fifty mile an hour gusts. It'll look like a cartoon. Well, you have to run the football. Especially right. snowing. I mean, there's going to be. Barely any visibility, right? <laughs> I got to figure, hey, TJ, over, under, longest completion, 15 and a half yards. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh, great wow. number. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> under. I got to go under. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? This is a lesson, Rico. No one's allowed to be nice to you. Now. Let's get some ticket text, and we got to get to the picks because TJ has indoor <laughs> wiffle ball later. Who cares? Good for you, TJ. Good for you. Enjoy that game. Hope your team wins. I think TJ is dismissing how valuable Laporta is. The man moves the chains like nobody's business. Barry in St. Clair Shores. Nope. No, I already said I'm not. <laughs> He's a valuable oh, piece. No. No, he, Barry. No. The, the kid is a Pro Bowl in his rookie year, and and I don't know if the All-Pro list came out. He's probably going to be on the first or second team. He's, He's second a team all-pro. That's not what this is about. This is about Ben Johnson's ability to adjust, to not have this offense focus on one single guy. You have other guys that you can implement that you can say, okay, we're going to move you around. We're going to move you around. We're going to focus more on getting the ball to the backs out of the backfield. Uh, so that's where I say I'm not – I'm not saying losing Sam Laporta isn't a big deal. It is because he's an extreme talent. What I'm saying is I trust Ben Johnson to find ways to adjust this offense to keep them on the same track that they've been on all season long. Yeah, that's a buddy from Clarkston says. He says Ben Johnson will call the game of his career in the Lions win on Sunday. Okay. I'm going to start or I'm going to trust the Pro Bowl O-lineman on his concern level for Laporta, the Lions by a million. I would say oh, if million. Laporta wow. plays, if <laughs> Laporta plays and can give you a real contribution, I go right to where TJ goes, the five out of ten. But if you guys think this Rams team is some clown car and hapless outfit, I don't think that's accurate. You don't win seven of eight down the stretch. You don't, and, and again, they're one loss. They were a hell of a lot better against Baltimore than you were. And when you look at the weapons they have, and Rico has said it, even TJ said it, yeah, guys, it's a real thing. Like, Sutton is banged up. You got Mullins throwing for 800 yards while his face is squished into his helmet. Uh, yeah, it, it's okay to say I have some concerns here. I'd yeah. rather play the Pack. Yeah. I'd rather play the Eagles. I'd rather play the Bucks. I'd rather play the Cowboys. I just uh, can kind of counter your point a little bit. They were better against the Ravens, but we were also a whole lot better against Dallas than L.A. was, right? So there's give and take both ways, but... You know, I've, I've kind of thought about this both ways. And, Rico, I was talking to you on the pregame show last week about we kind of, you know, forecasted what the matchup's going to be, who do you want to play. At, at the time, I was like, you know what, give me Green Bay. I mean, it's a division opponent. You know them. You just right. played them in Thanksgiving. Jordan Love, you know, technically a rookie guy in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But as this week's going on, and I kind of reflected on my own personal experience at the playoffs, sometimes those are the dangerous teams, the teams that have a bunch of young guys that – weren't expected to be there that, hey, they got nothing to lose, yeah, guys. I, you know what I mean? Like, So I've kind of flip-flopped on that And, TJ, bit. I know that the players have don't have the same mentality as the fan base. If you, if you lose to the Packers, 
you're okay. You're angry. You don't like it. You go out here and you lose to Matthew Stafford, it'll Uh-oh. it'll destroy this city. It'll destroy the psyche of the Lions fan base because they will add that as the next chapter of why the NFL hates us and they put us with Stafford and then you know Stafford got all the calls and blah, blah, blah. If you if they win, I want the Lions to just win easily going away. I don't want anything controversial like what happened in Dallas. See, I disagree, and I'll tell you why next. Oh. What? No, you no, won't. You we won't. have the picks. No, you won't. Because you're going, you're going to Chuck E. Cheese for a baseball game. I'll tell Let's you what. Three forty-seven and thirty seconds. If not, and now Gators rant. You know what? If not, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, we all heard you, Mike. You didn't turn your mic off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Read something. I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> yeah, 97-1. And let the games begin. I will ask you when you make your selection. I need the side and the total. Please and thank you. Browns laying two and a half, traveling to Houston. The over-unders, 44 and a half, Mr. Rico Beard. Mike, I am going to go Houston all the way. I think they beat the Browns. And on top of that, give me the over. I think this is going to be the C.J. Stroud coming out party. Over to Kenneth Cott, who's done this entire show with an erection. All right. I'm just going to make my pick here. I'm going to take for the game. I have the Browns here. Minus two and a half. And I have the over. Over to Mr. Hatchet Man. I believe in C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins. That combination of Michigan and Ohio State will get it done. Texans and the over. Last week's champion, a man who's mastered radio teases, Mr. T.J. Lang. Yeah, that's not confirmed. I just uh, I'm going to take it since nobody's on there. Um, I'm taking oh, the Browns. Unscrupulous scumbag. I, I am taking the Browns. These teams just matched up. I think it was on Christmas Eve, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The Browns took no Stroud. Uh, no Stroud, but the Browns took him to task, so to say. I think, look, you play a team back-to-back in a couple weeks difference, normally that benefits the defense. They're going to know what to expect a little bit. I'm going to take the better defenses in this game, and that's Cleveland. And also, I'm going to take the under. I think C.J. Stroud is going to be confused a little bit with some of the pressures that they see from Cleveland. And it's been a nice story, but it's Joe Flacco time, baby. Give me the Browns. That that, that story Flacco, Flacco, all the yards today. are fun. Eight picks in his five games. Also, the Browns' defense is about 10 points worse per game on the road than at home. I hate myself. Texans and over. Dolphins, Chiefs. Chiefs laying four and a half. Total, 43 and a half. Mr. Beard. I think the Dolphins really screwed up by not winning last week. They have to go to Kansas City. It's going to be freezing cold weather there. That normally means the Dolphins can't score. So give me the Chiefs. And give me the under. Mr. Cott. I'm taking the under as well, and I think the Dolphins will do just enough to cover but not win. So give me the Dolphins and the points and the under. Hatchet man hull. The Dolphins are a very, very fast team. Their offense is magnificent. But what happens when you get cold? You can't run that fast. I'm going to go with the Chiefs and the under. Is that is that science, or are you making that up? <laughs> it's like water. Water gets cold. Sorry, can't run that fast. All right, we'll go to TJ. Uh, um, see that black? Whoa. Don't know where that came from. Um, I'm going to start with taking the under. Just the weather's going to be terrible. I, I, both offenses have 
We know Kansas City's been struggling all year. Tua, don't know what he's going to look like. But I am going to take the Dolphins to cover in this game. I just cannot trust the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey does not look like the same player. Their offensive line does not look like they can hold up. I know no. I know. Miami has some injuries there on the, on the defensive side, but they can run the ball pretty damn well when they have Mostert and that rookie Devin A. Chain. I'm going to take Miami. I don't know if they win this game, but they're going to cover, and I'm going to take yeah, the under. I saw that weather and the windshield. Nah. I'm with TJ on this. The Chiefs are ass. Just give me the points. I, I don't think that. I just, whatever. Give me the Dolphins, and I'll go under. Uh, let's go over Steelers, Bills. Gave you the weather report. Bills, nine and a half. Updated total, 33 and a half. Rico. Mike, uh, I look at this, and yeah, it's going to be bad weather in Buffalo. It's going to be a lot of running the ball. So that I'm going to take David Steelers and the points, and I'm also going to go under as well. Okay. Kenny. Yeah, bad weather, which is why the total is so low, but I'm going to take the reverse of the reverse logic in the over. But nine, nine and a half in a playoff game is too many points. I'm going to take the Steelers. I love Mr. these nuts. TJ okay. Watt is, Hatchet. Yeah, Watt's not playing in this game. Doesn't matter. The weather will make things even and even help us win. Let's go Steelers and oh, the under. Uh, you know, you guys are within arm's reach. Somebody slap him. Kenny, you said the weather report. You gave it to me, so. TJ. Yeah, I mean, the weather report does kind of scare me. Plus, you look at two offenses that turn the ball over a lot. Mm -hmm. I'd have to rely on the under based off the weather, and I would have to rely on the Steelers covering that 9.5 number only because I don't think Josh Allen is going to suddenly turn it a corner now in the playoffs and say, yeah. you know what, now I'm going to start taking care of the football. He had four last week in the red zone against the Dolphins. I it, trust Nazi Harris more. The, that was a playoff-like game, and Josh Allen still turned the ball over four times in that game. I think it's going to happen. I think the weather's only going to increase the odds that he does something stupid again. I think the Bills win, but given all the circumstances, I'm taking the Steelers to cover that one. Good Lord. All right, well, under, because I don't know. You just don't have a choice at this point. Um, I'm going to go Bills. I mean, look, they're 1-10 without Watt lifetime. Mason Rudolph blows. I, I just I can't. I don't know That's if the a Steelers lot of points, score 10 Mike. points. That's a lot of points. I know. TJ, TJ, I'll get it wrong. I don't bet the Bills. It's principle. It's like religion. I don't bet them. They're like the new Lions. You bet on them, they screw you. You bet against them, they screw you. Um, <laughs> give me Bills. Under. <laughs> That's blasphemy. Um, Lions were 12 and 5 covering the spread this year. But let's go. To no, I meant in years past. Like, just you couldn't get it right. Uh, That's yeah. me with the Bills. PTSD, I guess. Pack. Cowboys. This is emotional for TJ right here. Packers getting seven, traveling to Dallas. The total is 50 and a half. Rico Beer. I think this is going to be an entertaining appetizer game for Detroit fans who are going to be watching before the Lions play. Give me the young Packers. Yeah, buddy. And I'm also thinking there's going to be a lot of points being scored. I want the young pack, and I want the over. Shout out, Jaden Reed. Let's go to Kenny Cott. TJ, what did you say the Lions were against the spread? 12-5. and five. Good teams win, great teams cover. Hell Lions, yeah, high-scoring game. Give me the over. Wait, wait, wait hold on. Say Lions, we're doing Packers-Cowboys. Packers Kenny, Kenny, that you can't. Kenny, you can't start drinking until the game. I'm sorry, starts. guys. We're recording. We'll cut that out and let's do a new part. Yeah, I'm taking the Bucks and, and the over. 
Give Kenny the, selects Texas. Give me the Pistons. <laughs> I'm just going to go Packers <laughs> in the over. Packers over. It's, I think we're Touchdown, getting, Black Guy. Uh, I think we're getting this one wrong. I think this has potential <laughs> to be... <laughs> Stop. He his flag. <laughs> yes, the Lions. We know he's Wrong game. Yeah, we know who he's picking. <laughs> um, I got. I got. I think the Cowboys are going to blow him out. I just do. I, Packers oh. have been kind of a hit or miss team. I mean, I can't get out of my head the thirty points allowed to Carolina. Bacon Rayfield throwing for four hundred yards and a perfect wow. passer rate. I can't get that out of wow. my head. I who, think Dallas. Who signs your checks? Get this out Dallas of your head. Knows. That Cowboys are choke artists. I don't care. And that former coach of yours is don't a care. bum. Nope. Love Mike McCarthy. I think they're going to absolutely blow the Packers out this weekend. Uh, and I'm going to take the over as well. Michael? Packers under. If this wasn't the Cowboys, this spreads four and a half. But because, oh, it's America's team. <laughs> Idiots. Packers. I hate the Cowboys. I'd root for Satan before I root for them. Eagles laying three. They travel to Tampa. Totals 43 and a half. I'm told somebody's got to win this game. Gross. Rico? Mike, I'm going to go with the uh, home dog. I think Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, the Eagles... They've fallen apart. I'm done trying to pick them. I don't know what the problem is. They're limping to the finish line. No, they've just fallen flat on their face at the finish line. Give me the but, Bucks. But, but A.J. Brown said they did a team-building exercise at a rage room. Yeah, when you have, right, when you have to keep holding players' only meetings each week, apparently You're nobody's right. showing up. Give me. Let's the go to Kenny Cott. I'll yeah. take St. Joseph's. <laughs> yeah, give me the Steelers and give me the oh no, I, I am taking the Bucks the and I am taking the, the over. No, it's not the Lions. I am taking the Bucks. Kenny, the Kenny wants Robert Morris plus four and a half. Over, over. <laughs> I'm gonna go Eagles and the under. DJ. Yeah, man, I know the Eagles have banged up a little bit, and they certainly don't look like the same team they did nearly four weeks ago. However, I feel they have enough leaders on that team to get them right, uh, get them ready for the playoffs. Enough guys that uh, were just there a year ago to say, guys, this is our last shot. We cannot lose to Baker Mayfield. Give me Philly. And you know what? Both defenses I don't have confidence in. So I'm going to take the over on that one as well. Eagles are terrible against the Blitz. That's all Todd Bowles knows how to do. And I just don't think the Eagles enjoy playing football for money. I, I, I don't know. Give me the Bucks. Under games grotesque. Uh, Rams Lions, the main entree. Lions laying three over under 51 and a half. Mr. Rico Beard. Um, uh, I'm just still not a big fan that that Laporte is going to be here. And I also look at the fact that I think Cooper Cup and Nakua are going to be running free against that secondary who's given up so much. Give How the, is Cup that open? Regards, T Lang. Yeah, give me the Rams and the over. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Kenny, how the hell did I skip over two games? I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, let's try this again. TJ. I'll take Texas Tech yeah. laying 12. It's three. Right, it's called Cavassier. TJ, what are the lines against the spread? <laughs> Kenny, 12 and 5. 12 and 5. Good teams so win, great teams cover. Game? Give me the lines in the over. Right. I'll take the Broncos plus 5.5. <laughs> you know, we all looking live, sexy Kenny. out here, man. Feels like deja vu. Right. Uh, let's go Lions and over. Mr. TJ Lang. Oh, David, come on. 3, 2, 1, do it. There's no way we lose this weekend. There's no way. 
Kirby Joseph's <gasps> going to have a pick. If he's probably going to have a pick this offense. David Montgomery, oh, no. Jameer Gibbs. Give me 180 rush yards on this soft-ass Rams defense. So Jared Goff is going to flip one single finger to, to uh, Sean McVay after this game and say, you know what? I don't miss your ass at all, buddy. Wow. I'm loving it here. So he's basically going to tell have me. A good, tell have me a to... good fall. Have a good spring, buddy. Hey, Sean, go get a See DNA test on your kid. Later, buddy. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. That's what it's going to be. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Lions so in the over. David, just save that audio in case. Um, Rams, under. <laughs> I don't have time for analysis. He's got a baseball game to go to, and we're way over time. Those are the picks. TJ, please drive safely and calm down. 97 no. one. Not that anyone cares what I think, but I think Alabama's just made a terrible error. But enjoy. I don't know. Why? Um, I do. Why? Okay. Uh, a, Kalen DeBoer is the byproduct of bringing his QB from Indiana. He wasn't at Washington long enough to prove he can build something. He has no Southern ties whatsoever. And Alabama is unlike just about any other job. Alabama, Ohio State, maybe Texas. It's a blast furnace. This is a dude who's coached at Eastern, which doesn't even count as real football. Hi, TJ. I know you just heard that. Fresno State, Smog City, USA, and UW, where the fans are busy eating caviar and smoked salmon, uh, boat gating. Uh, Rico, listen, strike while the iron's hot if you're him. God bless to the to the divorce. But I, I don't buy that he deserves to be the coach of Alabama. Uh, that's that's silly. Well, apparently that was the guy that uh, Jimmy Sexton decided will be because he was pretty much the agent that's for right. everybody. Because he's a kingmaker. That's is. what Jimmy Sexton does. He is, Mike. I would say this. Maybe Alabama's looking at it as if he fails, great. Because I think he's going to have like a two, three-year runway. You didn't want to be the guy to replace Saban. You wanted to be the guy no. to replace the guy that replaced Saban. That's so, it. And I, I know. No one here cares. But it was, you know, two minutes of a four-hour show. No, I um, agree with you. Because I don't think he's ready for what the SEC is yeah. all about. That, yeah, you're in the Pac-12, man. It's a little I bit think, I think he'll get there. eaten alive. Yeah. He'll absolutely get eaten alive in my in my mind. Um, all right, injury report. David tells me we have it. Yes, we do have it. I'm going to go down the line here, start with those that practice today and their status for the game. and start with Brock Wright, Jamison Williams, Cam Sutton, Frank Ragnow, Glasgow, Decker, Bridgewater, and Branch all practice fully. They are not designated. For anything, okay. so they will play. Now, let's go to the outs. Jerry Jacobs, out. Houston, out. James Mitchell, with a hand injury, out. Khalif Raymond, oh, Lord. out. Then okay. we get to Kaminsky. So the, like, the backup tight end. The backup out. tight end is out. Hand injury. Mm-hmm. Okay. John Kaminsky, questionable. He did practice in full today. And the most important one, Sam Laporta, full practice today. He is questionable. Questionable in the playoffs means probable. I agree with you. I mean, it means you go now, out there and you see what you got. You try. And, yeah. yeah. Dude, this is this is the thing. And I know. Wow, wow, wow. This is the hard part when you're picking games because the reality is none of us know as far as Laporta's health goes. Rico's right. Could this be a situation he goes out, plays the opening series, and realizes full speed, full go? I can't do this. Mm-hmm. What happens if there's a slight tweak? 
that all of a sudden now you're dealing with very acute pain and you just can't go, and that happens six minutes into the game. What if it doesn't? I always what think, if Doctor? No, no. I always think of like when Blake Corman, Ohio State, and how Blake's going to give it a try, one run, right, and he was done. Now you won right. the game, but yeah. And, and obviously, I mean, I have incredible respect for TJ. All break ball breaking aside, I do. Um, I just, I, I feel like Jared Goff. It's such a delicate balance. And if, 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 if. Laporta is not able to be Sam Laporta. Yeah, I I have put a lot of weight into him being there or not. And and the one thing, and I know, you know, we didn't get a chance to continue the conversation, but I mean, Rico, the truth is, there's going to be roughly, on average, eight targets that someone else has to fill without Laporta. If you factor in Khalif Raymond, that's ten targets. I mean, Jared Goff throws the ball, what, 30 times a week, tops? Mm -hmm. That's a third of your targets vaporized, and I have no idea who's stepping up to replace them. Then factor in Mitchell's out, Brock Wright. Okay, you want to tell me Brock Wright can moonlight, make a play downfield? All right, we're we're cool. But now I'm going to have to entrust Jamison Williams. I'm going to have to entrust Josh Reynolds. Uh, Amon Ra is going to get all the coverage rolled his way. That's just what's going to happen now. He's a dog. He'll find a way to get open. But, yeah, it's a big deal to not have eight passes to Laporta. And here's the other thing that I think people are forgetting about. The fact that he injured his knee. He also has to line up on the offensive line and block, which means that you're going to have a whole lot of guys, 300 pounds or so. Leverage, yes. The leverage that's, that's basically wearing that knee down. Like, he's not a wide receiver where he's just getting a free run every time. There's going to be more plays than others. He's on the offensive line blocking. That's what he's doing. That's his job. Yeah, your hope is with Brock Wright not having a designation, maybe returning for this game on Sunday, he's coming off in a hip a hip injury. So then you got to hope that, okay, he can withstand what he needs to withstand so that maybe he can take some of those blocks and they cannot and just use Laporta for pass, passing routes or something. I don't know, man, but it's going to be tough out there. Yeah, I mean, and again, if Laporta goes, my opinion changes. But I need to see what it looks like. Uh, I it, Look, I think there's some good news in there. I think, obviously, Mitchell not being available. You want it all hands on deck, tight end-wise. Kaminsky's a tough SOB. I highly doubt he doesn't play, but the fact he is listed, he's questionable. You're thin up front as it is. Uh, and I, I, I'll, I'll admit it, I'm bummed out James Houston isn't back. I, I would have loved to have gotten 12 to 15 Pass exclusive, you know, passing down the old clip of Bill Cower grabbing Greg Lloyd's face mask saying, get the quarterback. Like, James, you haven't played in eons. Go kill him. Go get him. The fact that he's not back, you know, like, God, I hope they win. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they, they win by 50. Uh, David, some ticket text coming in, and we'll get to who said it. Yeah, a lot of people seem to be a little bit worried about Kenny. They're saying, Kenny picks Bishop Sycamore versus the Flint Tropics tonight. <laughs> Scott in Carlton. Another Coffee one. Black, over four and a half assists. Another one says, Kenny, super salad with your dinner. Kenny says, so tonight I want. Okay. No, no. Uh, no. Kenny is too stressed. He just picked a rhombus in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Kenny, Kenny embodies what so many locally are feeling. I'm not even making fun of it. 
Dude, I'm I fried. I can't imagine what it's like. I'm I know, f- man. Emotionally right now, I'm fried. And it's not even Sunday yet. I'll be a mess on Sunday. I'm excited and nervous, man, but I'm fried. It's I, There's really no situation in sports that emulates it where 30 years without fans being able to experience a playoff game? Never in my life. Not a championship. Not a championship. A playoff game. And you're at home, and you're favored, and it's at night, and here comes the best quarterback in your franchise's history to haunt you. That's You have every right to be fried. Every right. And if this were some clown car opponent, it would be Lions minus 9.5. It would be Lions minus 7.5. The fact is, the book, the market is saying, you and the Rams are the same on a neutral field. And if this game were in L.A., you'd be a three-point underdog. What do you make of the line not moving at all after the Laporta news and after the injury report came out? Uh, it's it's still a three. I think if they dip – now, here's the interesting part. All right, I don't want to nerd out, but the book's job, they want to balance money. They they If they wanted to get Lions money, all they'd have to do is dip it to two and a half and there'd be a buyback. I think you'd have people like, is there really value on this line? No. Three is probably appropriate. So there's no advantage. If it was sitting at three and a half or four, even more Rams money comes in. If it goes to two and a half, I think everyone bets Lions. By the fact they haven't dipped it to two and a half just to get a taste, just to test the market, yeah, that that that's something. Kenny, I'm nervous on your behalf. Believe me, I, I'm I hope TJ's right. I hope the former players got the right read on this deal and that this team just comes out and takes care of business. Well, boy. All right, let's get to who said it. We'll get back into the game momentarily. We got the prop bet casino to do. 248-539-9797 as we take you to 6 o'clock on a playoff Kenny's Nervous edition of the show. He's got every right to be. I have no issue with it. Yo! Let's go. Is everybody in studio uh, ready to play? Wait, 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 a minute, wait a minute. Let me just get this straight. You're yelling at us as we wait for bated breath to start the game. Right? <laughs> you always started. Yo! <laughs> I can't see that far. All right. Here we go. Let's play the game. Who said it? Number one. Laporta came in. They did it right with Laporta. And we saw immediately what a dominant tight end can add to this offense. If not for C.J. Stroud, he would have a strong case for Rookie of the Year. Hmm. All right, let's start. Rico, Peter, okay. your initial thoughts. Can you give me that one more time, Roberto? You were kind of overmodulated. All right. Step away from the mic. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah! Wow. Laporta came in. They did it right with Laporta. And we saw immediately what a dominant tight end can add to this offense. If not for C.J. Stroud, he would have a strong case for Rookie of the Year. That's something I said weeks ago, but this has to be this week. So, um, was Cookies in at any point this week? Is this very uh, data-related? You know what? Screw it. Doug. I'll go Doug. A lot of data. Oh, hold on. You, you can lean on your friends here. We can talk to Kenny, talk to oh, David. These two are looking at me pick. like, oh, this, you're on your own. We're scrambling okay. just like you because oh. Kenny had to go help Roberto because he was over modulated. We oh. need him to read it again. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Okay. 
You want it again? Oh, man. Laporta came in. They did it right with Laporta. And we saw immediately what a dominant tight end can add to this offense. If not for C.J. Stroud, he would have a strong case for Rookie of the Year. You know what? I'm going to change my mind. Wow. That, to me, no, I think it's the same show, Mike. I think it's Gator's co-host, Kang. Why? Just giving you the whole, like, the breakdown of, you know what, if it, you know, this guy is good. If it wasn't for C.J. Stroud, I, I hear it in Kang's voice. Okay. Kenny Cock. I think the phraseology of if not for X, then Y, I think that's that's a Doug way to say that. That's a very pragmatic, very, very thought out way to say that. So I'm going to say Doug. Respectfully. Uh, David. Yeah, Rico, I hear you. I understand. I, I can see where it, where. You can think it's Kang, but I, was Kang in this week? I don't know if he was in this week, so I'm not sure if that was him. Okay. Not today. Um, yeah. God almighty. I'm going to go with uh, Stoney, though. Yeah. Would you have reasons why? That's generally how yeah, we play the, this game. The, the, <laughs> the caveat bringing the other player in, if it wasn't for CJ, I think that's that to me is just Stoney all day. They did it right with Laporta. Doug doesn't like big opinions or proclamations, so I'd be surprised if it's him. You know, David, that's interesting what you said. You know what? I'm going to go with you on it. Maybe it would be a stony declarative thing. And I can't answer the question about cookies. I didn't listen, so I don't know. Uh, away we go. All Who right. said it? Who's right? Who said it? Laporta came in. They did it right with mm, Unbelievable. I should have stuck with Doug. Can add to this offense. Okay, that's enough. We heard enough. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. He normally doesn't do, well, it should have been this or could have been the. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, next one. He loves his players. His players love him, apparently. And we will find out how long that marriage and that love affair will last. Wow. Use of love affair in a football conversation. All right, Rico Beard. I wonder if they're talking about Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> no, I mean, after the national title game, what's, he, what's next? What's going to happen? I'll go Stoney. Can I hear it one more time based off what Rico just said? I want to hear it one more time. He loves his players. His players love him, apparently. And we'll find out how long that marriage and that love affair will last. Yes, yeah, Wojo. I hear it in Wojo's voice. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel the same way as David here. I do. Yeah, the apparent and it's the love affair yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. It, it no, just... it's the apparently like. Look, I'm not saying it. They're saying it. I would never say this. I'm not. I'm gonna go Wojo. I'm not hearing this in anybody's voice. I'm completely lost in the woods. You know what? Go with the Lions. I'm going to go. Good teams Kenny win. Great Wayne teams Fonts. cover. I'm taking the Lions in the over. No, I'll take one joke. All right. All right. Roberto, who said it? Who said it? He, he loves his players. His players love him, apparently. Yes. We'll wow. find out how long that, that marriage and that love affair will last. Yes. Great pick by Rico. Well done. Let's go to number three. All right, number three. I think if they keep this regime together and this plan, regular season SOL is dead. I don't use the term SOL. Rico doesn't either, so it's not us. 
Who the hell said that? Rico so, Beard. Well, I, I guess, uh, did I miss who's eligible? Is uh, Rieger eligible? So, I was going to say, yeah, my guess is Rieger. Because he's always trying to either kill or bring back SOL in some fashion. I would say if Rieger's eligible, if he's not, then I would go Gov. Because Gov talks SOL a lot, too. Roberto, that's a question to you. Is Rieger eligible? No. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm going to change my guess. I'll I didn't go know Gov. That. Yes. Um, that's not a bad I'll guess. Say he, Texas. He does say Gov a lot, or Gov does say uh, SOL a lot. I'll say Gov too. It's a good guess. Regular season SOL. It just feels Gatorish to me. SOL is SOL. There's no regular season or playoff SOL. It's just SOL. I'm going Gator. Just Gator takes strays for just, just because. Mm, 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 mm. I'm thinking, I, I, you know, the, the regular season SOL thing is, I does Gator even utter the words SOL? Anybody? I thought I, I, thought I, I heard him say it today. See, I, see. I would, Mike, I would say it would either for me it would have been Gov or it would have been Kang. Kang uses SOL a lot. All right. All right. You're, you, you've you had a better week than I have. I'll go Kang. I'll just ride with you on it. Roberto, who said it? Who said it? I think if they keep this yes! together in this plan, that oh. regular season SOL is dead. Yes. Tom Milliken. In the uh, Dexter area. All right. Thank you for that. All right. Let's Minority blood in <laughs> Okay, thank you, Gov. That's enough. That's enough, Gov. Please. Number four. Everybody's got flaws. If you had to list what his flaws are, his flaw is what? He goes for it? He likes to gamble? Now that sounded like Jim Costa. Arrogant. Oh, that sounds absolutely like Costa. Costa I don't know. I didn't listen. Okay, well, then I'll ask Roberto a question. Are podcasts eligible? No. Okay, then I don't think it was cookies then. One more time, Roberto. Everybody's got flaws. If you had to list what his flaws are, his flaw is what? He goes for it? He likes to gamble? I'm going to go with uh, one day a week, Kang. Oh, gee. You can't say that. I know. I'm going to go with... uh... You know what? Jansen, fresh off the high of the national title. I'm going with Kang. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> I'm so bummed out I thought this was cookies, yet cookies didn't work. Um, I, God, you guys feel so strongly about Kang. What the hell am I supposed to say? I'll go Kang. Golly. Who said it? <laughs> Who said it? Everybody's got flaws. I don't know. I mean, if you had to list what his flaws are. Oh, are, my Lord. His, his he, he's what? he's he giving you the middle it. finger right now, David. He likes to gamble? He just walked right past you. <laughs> he likes to gamble? <laughs> wow. Right in David's face. Right. He likes to gamble? All right. <laughs> Let me hit that okay. gator drop. <laughs> no, no, no. He goes for it? He likes to gamble? All right. Okay. I think that's sufficient. <laughs> I'll say Lions. <laughs> All right. Roberto, excellent work because I was absolutely clueless. Oh, Tremendous. Sorry. That's who said it. All right. 
I want to get back to the people. We're going to reset everything. I know we have a lot to do in the middle portion of our Football Friday shows. It's real simple. Rico and I share a concern level that is uh, really high for this game this weekend. And as we said to start the show, there's no fan base that deserves a win more. You guys have suffered in a way that I, I really, I mean, Rico, all the people we know who are in this line of work nationwide, all the different cities, different towns, there's nothing comparable. And the fact that these fans have waited 30 years for a home playoff game and it's Stafford coming back to town, I'm mortified at the thought of this team not getting it done and hurting this fan base again. But the problem is I, and again, TJ and 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 I have a disagreement on it. I just put a premium on Sam Laporta's role. And without him, I think it's highly damaging to what they're going to do. Right. And I also look at, look, let us be very fair about this. The Lions, just a few short weeks ago, all right, forget about a meaningless game this past week. Played really well in Dallas, but they lost. Fair? Offensively, weren't good enough. The two-point, they got screwed, no doubt. But the coach, I think, hurt him too. The week prior, you had to survive Nick Mullins. Mm -hmm. You needed an interception on the final play to survive Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins has thrown for 800 yards in two games against you. Mm -hmm. And if we trace it back, was anyone totally satisfied with the way this team had played over the prior month? Now, the Denver game really helped us. Mm -hmm. Helped the the confidence, helped the vibe. I think the Denver game made people forget how bad things really were, because that's all you remember. My goodness, it was bright lights, and they just went out there and annihilated Denver. So where we're at, football reasons and the rest, it's simple. Um, I'm nervous that the Rams have had an elite pass rush over the last eight weeks. You can go look. Uh, I'm nervous that Kyron Williams has turned into a superstar, and it's going to be their running game against your run D. And it's a question of whether, look, I happen to believe McVay is a very, very good coach. Some people think he's a bit fraudulent. That's fine. I think he's great. They don't do a lot of play-action pass. That's something they used to do when they had Jared Goff. They did a lot of it the year they won the Super Bowl. If you try to take their running game away and they decide to tap into the play pass and they do a lot of pre-snap candy, it's going to keep the blitzes off. Again, the Lions have morphed Rico into a Top 10 blitzing team. You've ne- I mean, Nakua and Cooper Cup and the rest against this secondary, I get very nervous. So I, I would love to hear from the people, your confidence level. We're all excited. I don't need to ask you that question. And if you've been listening this afternoon, Kenny Cott is having a nervous breakdown. He He's is. so excited <laughs> and so scared. Kenny's blurting random words out. I mean, we do the picks. He selects Kansas basketball. One problem, they're not playing. (laughs) There's a lot of emotions here. Um, So let's get to it. Yeah, he thinks Gary Downson's going to throw three touchdowns this uh, Sunday. Every day he goes there. Yeah, Milt Plum. (laughs) Dexter Bussey. No, he's long retired, Kenny. Ahead, oh, let me read a couple of these. Somebody says, guys, Nick Mullins threw for 400 yards against us twice. LOL, Stafford is throwing for 350-plus three touchdowns. Whew. Yeah, there's no LOL in any of this. This would be the most gutting, heartbreaking, unfair, criminal loss I'd ever. I want to be wrong. 
but I, I, I am, I'm very concerned. And Sutton battling through an injury, the secondary, yikes. If you don't think McVeigh's been salivating on how to attack it, and then we go, all right, Goff. Now, look, they got to line up and run the ball. They're going to have to. But without the ability to have that good, hard play action on first down and using someone like Laporta. And by the way, Laporta's a plus in the run game. If you think I'm making too much of it, here's what I'll tell you. Sam Laporta was just named one of the top two tight ends in football. Second team, all pro. Not pro bowl, all pro. That's the who's who. Pro bowls, sure. But all pro is what gets you in the Hall of Fame. Sam Laporta was all pro as a rookie. I think to minimize his importance to make yourself feel better is silly. I have an immense amount of respect for him and 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 what they've done with him and how good he is. And just because they don't throw you the ball doesn't mean you don't draw coverage. Brock Wright ain't drawing any coverage. Someone says Kenny goes with average Joes over Globo Jim. <laughs> That's a great dodgeball reference, and I'm here for it. Uh, James Mitchell being out means there's no way Laporta isn't playing. Okay. Attempting to play and getting out on that field in a limited role is a far cry from nine targets, eight targets, which is what he's damn near averaging. If he plays, I feel immensely better. But by plays, I mean it's 75% of who he is. Goes out there and contributes, and he's not just a decoy. Bottom line is, I do believe in this Lions team. I do. It won't be easy, but the Rams' defense is not that good. The Lions have just enough at home to beat the Rams 31-28. to uh, They need to get Pete Zilstra back for this team in this game. That is from Dan. Another one send another person sends this in to you, Mike. It says, Thanks, Mike. Now I just want to sit in a dark room and drink while the game is no. going on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I am simply I'm not I think the most dishonest thing I could do today is get on the air, lie to you, be be be, you know, Bobito Garcia hype man, and just talk about how it's gonna be so much fun as we win by a hundred. Guys. I don't want to be right. I All I want is for this team to be playing next weekend. That's all I want. But when you start digging into this, you start to get a little scared. And, and it looks like the Lions only out is going to be blitzing. And the problem is, if you do that, part of what the Rams do is similar to what Rico's team does. The pre-snap motions and the, the formations act as a diffuser. It diffuses the ability for the defense to be as aggressive as they want, specifically to the outside. So when you're running these motions and running different formation sets and shifts, yeah, maybe you do decide to blitz, but you know what happens? Somebody elbows you in the throat on your way in. That 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 <laughs> takes the blitz. No, I mean, you know what I'm saying, though. Yes. That guy on his way out is giving you a postage stamp to your larynx. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, I, I start to worry about, if this is the only way the Lions can play effectively on defense is to be hyper-aggressive, and the problem you're with probably that, doing it to the wrong team. Yeah, and the problem with that is you don't normally hit with just rushing four, so you have to bring in extra bodies, which means 
if you if you go after the king, you better get him. Because if you don't, somebody's going to be wide open and you're going to pay for that. So when you blitz, and if you blitz often, early and often, you better get to the quarterback because I'm afraid now you're looking at a secondary that's already getting burned a lot, just out there, single coverage. All I see is Nakua wide open or cup wide open because you're blitzing. Well, the other thing, now I'll build you up on this. Stafford against the Blitz, when the pressure hits, has been horrific this year. Horrific. Can you get there? Can you get there enough where the benefit outweighs the pain it'll cost? Mm-hmm. I, I don't have, I guys, that's why they play the game. But to act like it's wrong to be worried, I just, I don't believe in that makes you, I don't think that makes you a bad fan. I don't think it makes you a coward. I don't think it makes you a hater. Guys, this is a good football team you're playing. They've won seven of eight, and the one loss was at at the Ravens in overtime. I, I'm nervous. This was not a good draw for this team. So let's talk about it. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We'll go right to the phones to start the show. Start the show to start the five o'clock. Ninety seven. Right, Kenny. Uh, sorry, almost fell out of my chair when Beanie said parking passes were going for north of five hundred dollars. I... Yep. Good heavens! All right, Rico, to the people. All right. You pick who's held longest, and let's roll. Matt, you're on ninety-seven-one. Hey guys, uh, I got three things: one for each phase of the game to try to look at some positive spin. I mean, I'm with you. I'm concerned, uh, and it, and then I got one interesting stat that I don't think you've heard yet for betting purposes. So real quick, uh, this team is scarier than either of the three teams you might play next week. So because of that, my two things are be different and empty the playbook. There's no reason to hold anything back here. Special teams, you might have seen the debt news article. Their special teams are terrible. Ours are middle of the pack. Thank God we got DPJ because that's what he did in Cleveland, so he can step right into that role. But if you're going to do a surprise early game onside kick against the team, it's these guys. And as far as trying to create turnovers and being opportunistic, that's the big change on the defense, too. What Glenn's done, some of the things that, yes, they're giving up big fantasy days to guys, but the scores are decent, and they're using that blitz to take away the run on the way to the quarterback. The L.A. media is worried about that. I mean, they they do run play action. They do depend on their run game. If you can slow that down, plus Higby, Higby is dinged up, We've created a lot more turnovers the last few weeks with that approach, but I'm okay if they're different than that, too. I'm okay if they basically just say we're going to go back into a zone and take away your two receivers and give you whatever else you want underneath. And then last on offense, I love Goff. Goff is smart. Goff is not going to go try to win this game. He's going to let Ben Johnson's game plan win this game for him. And to do that, you guys have touched on it with TJ. They need to run. The two times they've played defenses that have two good edge rushers like this, the run game was over 120 yards. Laporta had 47 yards in one game, 84 in the other. So you can do it with or without him. Oh, both both games, by the way, JMO had really good games. But the stuff we haven't seen, like Monty and Gibbs being on the field at the same time with Jamison Williams and just running all kinds of flood routes over the middle, empty the playbook, be opportunistic. Hopefully Ben Johnson can do some better mid-drive calls than he does on those when it really matters. And and if you get Laporta, fine, red zone only. Like just like just when you need him to try to win the game and live the live another day. But but that's my take. I think there are positive narratives on all three sides of the ball where you can win. But just so just so I'm clear, you do agree with me. This game is 
this game's like a divisional round game in the wild card. You agree on that, a right? A thousand percent. Yeah, I'm terrified. Yeah, okay. this, is, I don't, this is the last one that I wanted. You could almost tell at yeah. the end of that game where they said, you know what, we heard Laporta's out, go for the two-point. We changed our mind. We'd rather go play Detroit at this point. But here's my stat for you. When two teams meet for the first time in that season in a wild card round and the over is 39 or over or higher, they're 3-25 and 25 and 1, 10%. But these teams are 11-3 and three to the over since week 12. So all I'm going to say is if you take the Lions, take the under. If you take the Rams, take the over. Because that's how this game is going to go one of those two ways. Oh, I love it. I, I can Mike, almost feel Mike, Rico's your head son? spinning. Was that your no, son? No, I just, that's, I love, that's great, man. Matt, Matt, no, I mean, look, here, you want Matt another Valenti. one? I mean, right, right. Uh, long lost relative. No, you want another weird stat? Like, yeah. these don't, in a you know, in a vacuum, they don't mean anything. But, like, teams that didn't make the playoffs the year prior, who make it, and our home favorites in the last 40 years of the NFL are 19, 40, and 1 against the number, i.e. the Lions. They covered about a 30% rate. You don't have to value it at all, but little little Matty V over there and Mikey yeah. V over here. So no, and, and you know what? A buddy of mine just sent me a text, and I really didn't think of it from this way, but... What's that? <sighs> Where did this come from, Mike? Chase Young? Yeah, they didn't address the defensive line because Houston was going to be back. He's not back yet. They thought, well, we don't need to go after any defensive linemen. We got James Houston. He's going to be fresh. He's going to be ready. Enrico, here's the other thing. They became a blitzing team. They ended the year that by the time this regular season concluded, Aaron Glenn had blitzed the eighth highest amount of any defensive coordinator in football. That is not how they started the year. But they recognized the problem. They recognized it wasn't getting better. Now, what does it do? It gives you your best chance to win. It's it's a lot like uh, designing a bullpen. We're going to have tons of velocity, flamethrowers everywhere, and high strikeouts. The problem, when contact gets made, big yikes. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing here. Yeah, the blitzes are giving us our best chance, but when it doesn't work, they're getting shredded. Yep. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. It's like the team that lives by the three and dies by the three. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. All right, back to the phone lines. Oh, hell yeah. Dave, you're on 97-1. How you gentlemen doing? Hey, man. Great. Okay, uh, just one first real quick on Stafford. Uh, I mean, the two things, obviously, to – Besides the fact that the Rams are a you know decent put together team and are look like a better team than a sixth seed, um, you know obviously he's got natural arm talent like we've all known and uh, his familiarity with the actual field. But having said all that, as much as it's kind of like you just said, we touched on perfectly the, the, the almost the divisional uh, weak feel uh, versus like a wild card type of matchup. But I think that the Lions, the two big things are I'd love to see out of them almost like a late 80s uh, Raiders style where they're just truly two back, pounding the rock, pounding the rock, pounding the rock, and then give me J-Mo. And actually the Reynolds, the untalked about or not talked about enough story of the whole Rams-Detroit connection, um, go, you know, deep throws, you know, use play action, deep throws. Even if we give up a pick or two, I think that's what we have to do because that's then you can have a I'm on Ra, you know, live at that 15, 20-yard mark like he likes to do. And then last but not least on the defensive side, 
the idea of, yeah, Houston not coming back is a bummer, but uh, I always do such a terrible job with his name, but O'Quara or whatever, uh, him stepping up, and then McNeil and uh, Jones, I think, are really going to be the story when it's all said and done as far as if those guys can get to as well as, you know, get to uh, Stafford. Stafford gets every bit as rattled as Goff does, and that's and that's yes. my hope in, in all this. And you know what? And in the you know, I'm not knocking him. He is getting older, but like there was a time where Stafford had enough mobility to get you first down. Uh, that's gone. Hmm. The, you are facing two of the more statuesque quarterbacks in football. Yeah, and if you get to them, they're both awful. You may get the data backs it up. Yeah, you may get one time where they run for that first down on a third and five, and that's it. Right. But under, like, when you don't blitz Goff, top five. When he gets blitzed, bottom five. And I can dig up the numbers on Stafford pressure right alone, but Stafford against the blitz this year has been terrible. And if you want all that stuff, cast a ticket. Thank you. I appreciate that. If you want to hear Rico shred MSU hoops to pieces, the five-star zone. That'll be next Two, four, eight. <laughs> Okay, then. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We got time for one more? Can, yeah. we, can we keep rolling with the callers? Yes, Let's just keep go. going. To hell with it. Johnny, you're on 97.1. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, hey. Johnny. So, listen. I mean, I have the same concerns. You know, uh, I thought before Sam Laporta went down, I was already worried about the Rams. Uh, matchup-wise, storyline, all of it. But I got to give the Lions a little bit. I got to defend them a little bit because I think they need it. I think the fan base needs it, too. First of all, when you have the best offensive line, you can transform your team into different types of, of styles and games. And I think Ben Johnson can do that. And I kind of think Ben Johnson is better than uh, McVay as an offensive mind at this point. Um, you know, McVay lost the first Super Bowl, in my opinion, and I don't think he won the second Super Bowl. He had, you know, he needed all of his toys, and Ben Johnson's done a lot more with a lot less. Uh, second point here is um, why can't J-Mo, Reynolds, DPJ step up? Like, why can't Demo and Gibbs be on the field at the same time and we use all these creative for- formations to compensate for it? Dan Campbell has taught this team how to find ways to win. That's our identity, and I think that will be the edge, and we can't forget about that. No, I think your point about guys stepping up, that's always the case. The problem is that, I mean, A, they don't play the same position. And B, if you haven't seen it yet, what are what are you basing it on? It's hard to have a high level of confidence that in a winner-take-all bright lights playoff game that this will be a JMO lean on me, put team on back spot. Now, could it? Sure, that's the beauty of sports. But I don't go in expecting that. Josh Reynolds, yeah, that that, that guy's been in big games, big moments. He's got the trust of the quarterback, sure. But remember, you're not just down Laporta. You're down Khalif Raymond. And between Raymond and Laporta, that accounts for about 31% of your first downs this year. And they're not there. Now, if Laporta plays and he does his thing, all of what we're talking about, a lot of it will go out the window. It would. I believe he's he is that important. Guys, if Rico's team was going out there this weekend and George Kittle was hurt, I'd make the same deal about it. George Kittle is a plus in the run game and a plus-plus in the passing game. It, he, it, Laporta and Kittle are the same human being. 
from the same college. Yeah, and both do something very well, Mike. They they can block. And that, that bad knee is what bothers me because you're going to get 300-pounders. The leverage you're going to have to get against it, that's going to wear down on that, and that's going to – I hope it doesn't, but you have a better chance of re-injuring the knee on, right. a, on a simple run play than going out and catching a pass and getting hit in it. Now, I'm not going to make the mistake I usually make Friday at 5. Here's Rico, oh, not me. Man. Yes, I'm you on know, my game today. You know we had a bet on this, right? Whoops. <laughs> winner, winner. Kenny and David win. All right, let's get right back to the callers. Ticket text can wait. We'll get to the picks momentarily. Rico, buttons, buttons. Or not. Buttons. Yeah, hit the button. The callers. Who are we talking to? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> is everyone losing it today? Like buttons. Everyone is nervous. They're under a lot of pressure and stress. This is the biggest game the Lions have ever presented to us. It's okay. Mm. You Buttons. Ready? Yeah, let's do Jim, it. Jim, you're on 97.1. Hey, gentlemen. Good evening. Good afternoon to you all. Hey, man. What's up, Jim? How are you? I am doing great. First and foremost, I can definitely see the concerns with Laporta not playing, but I think this is what the previous guy had said. He said, yo, Ben Johnson has to open up the playbook, and this is where we have to pull out all of the stops because with Khalif Raymond out, Laporta out, or Laporta questionable, that's where DPJ and J-Mo has to come into play. So what I'm going to say is I like J-Mo on a reverse 50-plus yards for a touchdown. I happen to hear y'all over and unders with regards to mm. touchdown and passing yards. But I do think Matthew Stafford will get the passing yards over. But as long as we can get one turnover and force at least three to four punts, I think our defense got a shot. I really think our defense got a shot because our offense can put up points. But that's the play call I want to see. Jame on the reverse, the same play call. I think it was last year, the Green Bay Packers game, that play ended up coming back. I like that play so call for Ben. Here's the one up. thing, Jim, is, uh-huh. I, you know, you hear people say it a lot. You know, we got to open up the playbook or we got to empty the bag. And you're like, what exactly are we looking for? And, like, you brought it up. You're like, well, I want a trick play or I want to reverse. The danger in that is we only remember when that stuff works. Like, there are plenty of reverses I see, and uh, it's second and 18. So I I just be careful with this idea of we have to do things we haven't done before. There's an element of this, the system is the system. Yeah, yeah. But we did it in the New Orleans game, and I think all the plays that Jameis had touchdowns in, all the plays that Jameis had touchdowns in, that kind of amped up the crowd. The Chicago Bears touchdown, the New Orleans reverse and the Tampa Bay bomb, and golf do, do a duck up there, by the way. But I just think those plays will get the crowd behind it, get the energy, because yeah. it's going to be packed. Like, for the parking to be $500 to park somewhere, that's crazy. So I mean, I just that's just though, rotten. <laughs> I just think that, though, everything that you all are saying is very on point. I can't wait to hear you all on Monday when we win. And y'all break down everything that we did great. Oh, just, and everything that we I, can do better in the next round. It is but a dream yeah. to come on the air next week after a win and be able to preview a divisional round game. Like it's all I want. Like I don't even could have be feelings a, anymore. Yeah, it could be a home another home game, but uh Jim, that will be on Tuesday, not on Monday. How the hell is it gonna be a home game? 
if Green Bay wins. Oh, will you please? Man, you need to lay off the crack. What? They can't go into Dallas and win? I'm with no. you, Rico. I'm with you. Okay. Okay. You know what? To hell with it. Packers 52, mini dicker no, three. No, I'm saying, Mike. Easily. I, I, okay. You know what? <laughs> David. <laughs> Let's just go back to the phone line. Oh, Jacob, man. you're on 97. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Mike, I, I understand um, your overreaction, I believe, on Sam Laporta. There's a there's a guy who would be much more detrimental if we were missing him, and that's Frank Ragnow, bud. Uh, this team oh, ain't, of course. He's going nowhere of without course. Frank. That's, that's two course. holes, and come on. I mean, I love Laporta. Awesome. Developed great. But we were 8-2 and two last year, swept Green Bay when he was playing in the Big Ten. You know, and I'm not taking, and we are loaded on offense. And wait, 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 like wait, the, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, slow down for me a second. Did you just comp wins last year with a different roster when Sam Laporta wasn't an NFL football player to make me feel better about this week? Now, I got, come on now, I got to stop you there. That's TJ a Lang, crazy. Even, hey, hold on, TJ Lang it hit, hit the nail on the head, you know, how so? What's By TJ with... saying, look, he's a little bit less valuable than you think. That's one thing. For you to say we beat the pack last year when he wasn't even here, I mean, that's, come on, that's silly. Well, I mean, We can do the rest. I mean, you can say you don't agree, and you can say you think it's not as important. No issue. I'm not going to, like, fight you tooth right. and nail on that. That's okay. No. I'm just saying the one he's point great. you made, I'm I like, love all right, come on. Well, I mean, it's it's true, though. I mean, we saw this, this team can win many ways. I believe Ben Johnson is more important than Sam Laporta. You know, I mean, this guy is, he's the chess master. Okay. He makes Brock Wright look pretty, pretty good above average. Okay. And a lot of guys, James Mitchell, I, like I said, without Frank Ragnall. Yeah, Mitchell's not playing. I don't know if you caught that earlier. Mitchell's out this week too, which is not good. Yeah, it's not good. All jokes aside, you're down to one tight end. But no, you know the other thing? I mean, Jim, I'll give you something. I'll give you one thing that nobody wants to bring up, and I know Rico's going to agree with me on this. Jim, I don't know if you will. Uh, if the Lions need a big kick at some point, mm-hmm. you confident that ball's going in? No, no, he dropped. But uh, I'll, I'll answer that I mean, question. you do understand I wasn't trying to be rude to Jim, especially on a Friday. Well, it's Jacob, but don't give me but, this. Uh, we won two games against the Pack last year when Sam Laporta was in college. Okay, here's another way to spin it. Take an all-pro off of any team in football from a skill position standpoint. Wide receiver, running back, tight end, as they go to play a playoff game. I want to hear the radio host or fan who says it's not a big deal. All-pro. That's like Tyreek Hill, Mm all-pro. That's Travis Kelsey, all-pro. Like, Sam Laporta was not just a pro bowler. He made second team all pro and was responsible for 48 first downs. Roughly seven and a half targets a game. So if you don't think it's as big of a deal, we're good. But to simply go, well, we didn't need him last year. Why do we need him now? Right, come on now. Now that's, I mean, we're, 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 we're sniffing glue here at that oh, point. TJ got him believing that. Well, look at what happened. We got rid of him. No, and, and, I, and let's be fair. TJ didn't say he didn't matter. He said he believed it wouldn't be as big of a deal as I did. Let's be fair to the big man. Now, come on. Nope. That's all I heard. He said he was nothing. Okay. Was garbage. You know what? It's it's 5.30. Time for egregious slander with Rico Beard. Jeez. Uh, 
Another one, David, or... Hold on, David on ticket text, because we're way behind on those. David, just a couple Yeah, I'll if read you a can. few of them. Um, someone says, I think Detroit's offensive line is going to be the difference in this game, the ability to run and have a player like St. Brown draw attention, and the scheme in the back uh, in the backfield will help win this game. Another Wouldn't one, it just be nice if they could have, like, 36 carries for, I don't know, you know, a robust 205 yards on the ground? Like, wouldn't that just be nice? And we could take the air out of the ball, fewer possessions, pound the rock, salt the game away. Could we just do that? Could that be on the menu, please? Uh, let me give you one more here. It says, the number one thing I fear for this game is head coach Sean McVay in a win or go home scenario. He's really good. Yeah, I, I loved we had a caller earlier, Rico. Hold Sean McVay losing the Super Bowl to the Patriots and, and go, wow, that's McVay's. That was on him. You faced Bill Belichick on two weeks' preparation, and he made your quarterback look like an idiot. Kind of happens like, a lot. Really? Yeah, it kind of happened like, uh, five other times. Yeah, <laughs> roughly. All right. Lions, Rams, this Sunday, Jim. Oh yeah. Oh, Woo. okay. Mikey's back. All right. Well, Jim, I'm going to give you the last word on this. Jim, you're on ninety-seven-one. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, Good afternoon. Yeah, thank you. Quick observation here. Um, I'm in the same boat with the level of anxiety about this after suffering for sixty years with these guys. But uh, I just hypothetically here. Because how you answer this question will depend on how you really think about the quarterbacks. Given our current Lions team, current Rams team, would you feel the same way if the quarterbacks were switched? What if we still had Stafford and they had Goff? Because how you answer this, either you're going to be the same level, a little less nervous, a little more nervous, then it doesn't mean anything about the quarterback. It's the quarterbacks. No, I'll answer it for you, and it's a great point. I would feel the same. I think in many ways, while they play slightly differently, they are the same person. That they are top 10 quarterbacks, but non-elite. Goff, Stafford, Stafford, Goff. Same guy. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, It's a great question, actually. (laughs) If you took the quarterbacks and you swapped it out on teams. That was brilliant. But, yeah, I still think that uh, the lack of Laporta... He's limited. If he plays, he's going to be limited. And I just look at the secondary and how they got torched. The last Nick Mullins took a last-second interception for you to beat the Vikings. I mean, not how about we just do something we never do? How about this? How about just one time, just let what should happen for the people happen? Can we just please come to work next week? These fans have been punished. It's like they, they, their existence has been pain. Just please, can you know, Rico, you're the religious man. Make it happen. Bruh. Say a prayer or something. Like, help these people. After what happened they deserve on Monday. a win, man. Mike, after what happened on Monday, I'm auctioning off my Sunday time. So. Stop it. Stop it. Now, I will ask you this one question. <laughs> I will ask you this one question. Lightning bolts. Go ahead, Dave. Before we end, get into the weekend. First playoff game here in 32 years. Me and Evan debated this. What do you do if if you win the coin toss? Do you take the ball to go score and keep the crowd in it, or do mm-hmm. you play defense? 
You play defense. No, no. Possessions. Possession. Look, postseason, David. If you take that football, you have to have greatest show on turf. Uh, you have to have Chiefs prime. You got to have an all-time great offense and a reason. Yeah. Possessions in the second half are at a premium in playoff football. Yep. I, I could never take the ball. Unless you know that you're going to go down and score. I mean, I think like the – I think the Niners have like a 90% chance they score on the first drop. You have to guarantee. Right. And I don't know if you, you want to pull out Manning all your trick and plays. the Colts yes. in their prime. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. But no, 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 no. I, I want uh, – you know what else too, David? You ever notice how at the end of the first half, it just always seems like the team getting it in the second half has it to finish the first half? Very true. Doesn't it always seem that way? The double dip is what made Belichick famous. I, I did, no, you got to play it straight to me. Wow. I did not realize it was Laporta's birthday today. Yes, it is. 23 years old today. Happy birthday. Here's a knee brace. <laughs> not what you asked for, but it's what you're getting. It's what you need. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Oh, all man. right, man. I mean, it's, it's, it is so high stakes because if you win, you beat Stafford. But if you lose. I know. If, All right, look, yeah, you lost. We did everything in our power. We did everything in our power to be on the air Monday. I cannot change that the Pistons are here, and we tried to move them, but we can't. <laughs> basketball, Michigan basketball is playing a day game, so contractually there is literally nowhere to put the Pistons. <laughs> Side Stop note: it. No, 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 them... no, no. Okay. No, All right. All right. My point be, is, be the better we will man be with right you guys now. Tuesday. I am. We will be with you guys Tuesday. I wish you all the luck in the world. Please, I hope you win by 50. We'll be here win or lose, man. And I sure as hell hope it is uh, the former. All right, that's it. Just be safe. Yeah, drive safely. The roads are horrible. Yeah, Rico, enjoy your three-hour drive home. And I'll uh, (laughs) I'll talk to you on the other side. (laughs) 97.1. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 